Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Sometimes I need a good reason to get out of bed Got sleep in my eyes, clouds in my head I need a shot of something to make my motor go Yes I do So I turn on the Clyde and Alley Show KROQ listeners, don't forget to listen to your second favorite morning show, Klein and Alley. I'm going to be eggless. Super man. 106.7 KROQ FM in HD Pasadena, Los Angeles, Orange County. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Hell yeah, welcome to a brand new week on a Monday morning just after 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I think. Am I doing that correctly? I don't know if it's standard or not. I always get confused about that. Regardless, we're together again. And it will be worth it. This week, we got lots of stuff. I mean, we always bribe you to stick around and listen more, but man, we are making it... It's going to be tough to top this week. Of course, uh, every day this week, we'll be sending you to Vegas to see the Killers 20th anniversary hot bus. Chance coming up. When are we going to do that? Sometime um, after 7 o'clock. Is that right? Yeah, we'll get you into the uh, Killers shows in Vegas. Airfare, hotels, and everything. That's happening just after 7 that's just the tip of the iceberg, Clark. I mean, that, I mean, listen, I can't even... I'm starting to think it's that they think we're not enough. It's clearly the case. <laughs> if you look at just what we have to give away today, I mean, it, it really is the blow to our ego because we also have this... This show is a giant butterface. They're like, come on, shellac some makeup on, get some nice jewelry on her. Yeah, if you, if you give them enough trips, <laughs> they, they won't notice that you guys are doing the talking. Yeah. So we also have for you international travel as we announce... The uh, grand prize winner, we've got to call someone and let them know that they're off to Tokyo to see Incubus. And then as soon as we do that, we're going to go ahead and let you know where you're going to next. Another band, another international city, and all of that. Plus, Paley Fest has their big announcement coming up around 8 o'clock. All the shows that we'll be having panels and sneak peeks and all that. We always get you in. And there's usually at least one good reunion in there. There's a of few. Of a show that you love. Look, I saw some stuff, and I don't know what's been confirmed and what's not been confirmed. I guess at 8 o'clock we'll know everything, but... We'll get you into all of that. And then, of course, the opposite of a butterface, Crystal Hefner, Hugh Hefner's ex-wife. Actually, hold on. Let me think about that. 
Are they? It, is that an ex yet? I guess she... it's Hugh Hefner's widow, right? Because he died while they were married. Mm-hmm. I, I think she's planning on doing a divorce, though. Can you I, do that after they're dead? I don't know. I don't I know how you it don't works. have to. Left ask her. Crystal Hefner will be on with us later today. My former coworker during my Playboy days uh, is oh, going to be on. She you, got a you've really downgraded coworkers. I sure have. That's the first <laughs> thing I'm going to say to her. Get back in here. Can I put a picture of you in front of Allie? <laughs> so anyway, we got a lot. Big jam-packed show today. Of course, if you need us, the phone numbers are 800-520-1067. <gasps> what a weekend. Allie's all excited because of her Niners getting themselves a win. But I'll tell you one thing, and it's really interesting. If you watched any football yesterday... I didn't realize this, but uh, Omar, this is just more proof that Allie is the mush that we think she is. So Allie was sitting on her couch watching the entire first half of that game, every play, and the Niners were down, uh, you know, this, uh, almost... Uh, oh, they were was, getting destroyed. destroyed. They were getting, it was so yeah. I was just bad. like, what is happening so, here? So, yeah. well, so I said to myself, well, this is, the, this is the power of the alley right here, because she was all... I, I was with Allie a little bit on Saturday, and I was with not only her, but her family, all a bunch of mushes, and they're all talking about <laughs> Niners this and Niners... I saw, I saw her dad, her stepdad... Almost her, all of them my, were leaving that day to go to the game. The and it was day. just a whole family tree of mushes and they're all talking about the nine they got this one in the bag and the nine and, and and then as the game starts to fall apart i say of course this is what's happening i, I just was surrounded by this family of mushes and then ali says to me i turned off the game at halftime and i stopped watching it. and i go well now this explains it so she literally at halftime goes i can't watch any more of this she went on did her stuff didn't even no, i was watching bluey with wesley yeah. upstairs she I was, was like wa- i'm not gonna do this anymore she's watching bluey <laughs> She didn't even wow. see the thing. And then she finds out with like a minute left of the game. <laughs> I, oh, wait a minute. They, they've they come back now and they're going to win. Well, I heard Katie downstairs drunk going, Bang, bang, Niner game! Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, I guess I can go back downstairs now. It was so like she, the best. I think it was the third biggest blown lead of any championship yeah. or something like that. Like they had this crazy comeback and I was yeah. not there for it. That won't yeah, matter. They're going to lose to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl I anyway. Mean, so what's it really know, matter? You said it, not me. <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. <laughs> we all know. I can't wait to lose to them again all in right. another Super Bowl. <laughs> we got a great show planned for you. Get into it all next, K-Rock. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show, Travels in Your Future. Will it be Vegas for the Killers? Will it be international travel? Will you be off to Tokyo if your name's on the standby list right here? I hope you answer your phone if we call you within an hour because we got some good news to deliver. If you're just brand new to the show, you don't know what the hell we're talking about. If you're not, you'll have chances to win all sorts of stuff as we get into the show today. Um, you know, I I know that we were talking about doing different killers themes conversations to celebrate the 20 years and give away these Vegas trips. I think today, in honor of the Somebody Told Me, one of their most biggest hits of all time, yeah, I think today kill somebody. we're going to kill somebody. And I think, no. I and think, tell no one. And tell no one. No, we're going to talk about a time someone told you something. Everyone at some point has had a friend, a relative, a coworker that has confessed something to you, told you something, said... Especially I'm, if you killed somebody. Especially yeah. if you have. That I got, would be great. Well, people said, look, I, I actually My got My friend a, Richard Ramirez told me this crazy story. You got to get... So, you, you cannot keep this stuff inside because it will eat away at you. So you got to yeah. tell at least one person and feel like you uh, let a little air out of the balloon. A confession, a at secret, so, at some something. Point, someone told By you way, something. Allie, we found out is the queen of this. Oh, my God. She can't you, keep a secret. Anything she, tells every, she tells everybody. Anything uh, we've ever told Allie in confidence, she fi- we found out after the fact she's told a handful of people. And I, I usually change some of the details to make it more exciting, too. 
Well, why would you? It's like a terrible person. You killed five people, Klein. Yeah, that's right. The I told you. aren't salacious enough. Right. I told Allie I was going on Shark Tank. I said, but you can't tell anyone this because if it gets out, they're going to not let me go on the show. <laughs> and Allie's like, don't worry. You can count on me. And I told Omar the same thing. Omar told nobody. Not even his nobody. wife. He kept it yep. in the vault. I love Omar. Allie, I found that after the fact, told every single person she's met and then even a few people she doesn't know before. She I didn't would just tell anybody that you lost. Yeah, okay. Well, they can see that on TV. <laughs> I let them watch that live. It's not losing, by the way. It's called not winning. No, you lost something. Shark Tank. I didn't lose Shark Tank. I, I left with no deal and all of my equity intact. And if you're wondering what <laughs> our show means to people, Allie, I think this message sums it up best. Yes, I'm listening to your show right now. And this is the reason why America is going downhill. Nobody knows a damn thing. Okay. You know, this is the problem. Mm. This is truly the problem. Yeah, well, it's a good point, and I don't disagree with you completely, but we'll make you uh, rethink that yeah. later today when we get into Name That Cockatoon for the return. <laughs> so that's, is that back? That's on the schedule oh, today. Great. I don't think we're going to get to it because I'm just looking at what we have planned, and uh, we got way too much stuff for four hours. So I do know that Allie's got her gayest sports highlights ready to go. This is always usually the most fun week. When you have players doing interviews about ladybugs on their shoes I and know. everything else that was going on, and the Niners are involved. There was a lot of conversation. I don't know. Well, there's also a player on the Chiefs, I believe, called Queen. Oh, yeah. Or maybe it was on the Ravens. But, but there was Queen a, went flying. Yeah, and, Queen went flying. And I'll say this. Uh, I don't know if you saw. There was a lot of conversation. I forget uh, who was doing the call. I think it was Jim Nan But they called. Uh, they said, the, the Baltimore looks, what they say, a dapper in their purple. Dapper <laughs> in their purple. I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> I think they also mentioned wizardry at some point. Yeah, they so were I, like, look at that wizardry. So we'll get into your uh, gayest football highlights from this past weekend. Lots and lots of stuff going on. We kick it off, though, with 100 bucks of her money. If you would like in on that, get it now. 800-520-1067. I'm behind, for sure. 818 says, is Allie planning on going to Vegas for the Super Bowl to support her team? Are I you... have begun a GoFundMe. Oh, okay. Great. That's going to be sad. You know, <laughs> the Chiefs should... Honestly, it's closer than ever. I'm like, man, I could just shoot Ch right over, but I'm, I can't know. The I'm Chiefs gonna... fans should send Allie out there and put her right on the 50-yard line so she could mush that whole Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, you would love that. Please. Quick break. We're back in a second with Allie Knows the News. If you'd like to call and play, 800-520-1067. Five questions and your riches are next. Uh, yeah, later this morning, you, that band in Las Vegas, just after 7 o'clock, be listening for details as to how we can make that happen. We'll be giving away a trip a day every single day this week. You to go to Vegas. We'll fly you there, put you up in a hotel for a couple of nights, and give you tickets to the first show of the Killers' mini residency to celebrate 20 years of the Hot Fuss album. Allie's got money, and it's your chance to get that money. Remind I have me, some money. Remind me, Omar, because I did go to Allie's house over the weekend. I saw this thing that she was building to try to save a couple of bucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I got to give you the... I got to tell you what this thing looked like. <laughs> it is... It I, is insanity. <laughs> but I'm telling you right really? now, I know she is has a... Is this the project that she didn't need this, any help with? This is the, the project the she Yeah, didn't but then I ended up using my entire family to help uh, me, and, and they were oh all exhausted God. by Dude, the end of the weekend. An entire tree <laughs> had to be chopped down yep. to accommodate this project, wow. and at the end of it, when I tell you what the final product is... It looks bad is, when you saw it, but in the long term, it's going to look good. It looked terrible. Well, it was <laughs> held together with staples when you saw it. I, staples? Allie, I mean, uh, Omar, I... I got. I cannot wait to. Get, I thought you bought nails. It was cool. I did buy nails, and I, apparently they don't work that great. Listen, they'll split the wood. I'll, I'll get to it later. But I saw Allie's project, and I took a lot of pictures of it. You it, did? Oh boy, is it bad? Well, I took a lot of pictures too, but for good reasons. Well, you got to see my pictures. This thing is the most hazardous thing ever built for a child <laughs> ever. Oh, we'll get to it. it in a second. But right now, hundred bucks of her money. 
She's got a bunch of janky-ass tattoos. Let's find out if Allie knows the news. All right, Ryan, are you feeling uh, smart and or lucky right now? Both. All right, great. I love it. I got five questions here about stuff going on in the world. Believe it or not, they're not all football-related, although maybe a few of them are. Allie's going to leave the studio, sequester herself. She will not hear the questions. She will not hear the answers. You have to score better than she does when she re-enters the studio to answer the same questions. If you do better than Allie does, she instantly gives you 100 bucks of her money. Your round of Allie Knows the News starts now. Allie Knows the News. All right, we'll start easy. Name one team. That'll be in next week's Super Bowl. In two weeks. San Francisco 49ers. Well, next week as in it's not happening this week, right? It's not going to happen this upcoming yeah, Sunday. It's next week. Oh, so. yeah, you're right. Next okay. week. Yes, everyone knows. Uh, we said Sunday the beginning of the week, man. That is next week. All right, whatever, Jake, you idiot. Everyone knows the Super Bowl <laughs> that's coming up in two weeks. Whatever. You get the stupid the question. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Just name a team playing the stupid Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. He said it. Question number two. This type of river is is heading to Los Angeles. One more time. This type of river is This type of river is making its way to Los Angeles. Can I get a lifeline for that no, one? No, we cannot. Go to question number three. <laughs> a fake photo of this singer has the Microsoft CEO calling for more AI guidelines. Which uh, which singer is in the middle of this controversy? Is that Taylor Swift? Go to question number four. This former Dodger is currently polling second for a seat in the Senate. Wow. Mike Piazza. And finally, this beer company is picking 1,000 people to become a walking Super Bowl ad for them. 1,000 people will have this opportunity. Which beer company is behind it? Budweiser. All right, let's bring Allie back in. Say nothing else. Allie's battling. Uh, Ryan representing Huntington Beach right now. And if you do better than Allie, we will give you 100 bucks tomorrow right around this time. You'll have a shot if you're playing along. Let's see how you do. Allie, question one. Name one team that'll be in the Super Bowl. Niners! Niners Chiefs. Are you eating? I was finishing a beef stick. 624 in the morning. Well, they told me to come back in here before I was ready. I didn't realize you're it was going to be so quick. You're eating a beef stick at 6.24 in the morning? I'm hungry. Sounds good. It's que- good to get your metabolism going in the morning. Question fine. number two. This type of river is heading to Los Angeles. I mean, I would guess atmospheric. Yeah, I did not know this one. But yes, they love using the phrase atmospheric river. And it's on its way. Finally, Isn't like, every river an atmospheric river? I couldn't even enjoy the good weather. Yesterday was like the best weather I think I've ever experienced in my entire life. It was so effing great here. It was amazing. And then all I was getting was alerts. Uh, hunker down. Atmospheric know, river up. is coming. Question number three. Ali is up two to one. A fake photo of this singer has the Microsoft CEO calling for more AI guidelines. So, can you repeat the question, please? A fake photo of this singer has the Microsoft CEO calling for more AI guidelines. Well, probably Taylor Swift. That's what he said as well. It's correct. That nudity picture of Taylor Swift that's not real nudity. Where is it? You can't find yeah, it. I'd like to see that too. It doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Everyone's uh, so mad about it. I'm like, well, where is it? So uh, Ali's still up by one with two questions left. This former Dodger is currently polling second for a seat in the Senate. Which Dodger could be in the Senate? God, I don't know. Um... Um, I can't even name one 
guy that I think that it's that um, the guy who was just arrested. Terrible guess. <laughs> Steve Garvey. Okay. He didn't get that either. Garvey. So Allie is still up there. You got it now. Good job, sir. <laughs> Uh, and this is your final question. Allie's still up one. This beer company is picking 1,000 people to become a walking Super Bowl ad for them. Bud Light. He also said Budweiser. Mm-hmm. Both of you guys are just dancing around the answer. Miller Light oh. is doing that. Well, look I guess at- I guess Bud Light because they do the biggest... They spend a lot of money at the Super Bowl, they don't did, they? They used to, and they used to have a lot of money. But, yeah, all of a sudden, <laughs> they lost a bit of money. Now it's all Modelo's world, and we're just living in it. Yeah. Hey, uh, Ryan, you put in a decent effort, unfortunately, or fortunately, as the case may be. Allie bested you, and she keeps her money for at least today. And what must you shamefully admit? Go ahead. This is Brian from Huntington Beach, and Allie knows Jack Squad. Yeah. Wow. He will not admit defeat. Take that to the grave with us. Tomorrow, you'll have another shot at that same $100. And hopefully, you get it. All right. You got the gayest sports highlights coming up from all the games that took place yesterday, including Ladybugs on Shoes and more. Uh, but when we get back, Allie tried to save a bit of coin, as El Chipo does, by doing a DIY project. I saw the finished results over the weekend, and we will share it with you next. It's wild. All right, pack your bags. Someone's going to Tokyo. We'll make that phone call in about 30 minutes, and we'll tell you where you'll be going to next. Great city, great international city. A lot of people, if you've not been here yet, you should go. I used their airport one time for about three hours, and I thought to myself, man, I should probably go out and see what's going on here. The city seems fun, but I stayed right there in the airport. Okay. We'll tell you where you'll be going to next and uh, which band you'll be seeing. Fun story. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> this you weekend, really lived a life. I, a lot of places, Allie. I've been to a lot of places in airport only, and I've said to myself, you know what? Mm, I'm going to stick right here. I'm going to tell that story yeah. at your funeral. Thank you. I did that in New York, and uh, I'm gonna, not going to share that story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if, you, uh, if you've only been to New York in the airport and that's all you experienced, then you get to tell uh-huh. people you went to New York without having to deal with the actual annoyances of New York. It's great. Okay. So I got to go to Allie's house, which was fun because uh, she was uh, celebrating the, her, her kid's birthday. But the real reason I wanted to go was because she had been working on this top-secret DIY project. Oh, I thought the Throco was in town. And, and I that. Did, and I did see the throat goat. Dude, how's that? And you ta- got to talk to Mr. Throat Goat. I got to talk to the original. Whoa, I got dude. to talk to the new Mr. Throat Goat. I got to <laughs> All talk the recipients to, were there? A, a lot of them were there. It was, dude. It was wild. And I'll tell you one thing. I've never seen someone swallow a whole Jersey Mike sub in one. <laughs> it was unbelievable. She took that down like a snake takes down a mouse. Excuse I, me, they were minis. Yeah, I'd never seen her. It was wild. She's really good in action. Good Impressive. So I, I was really excited to see this project that Allie had been working on because for days leading up, she's like, I got this thing I'm working on. I'm going to Home Depot. I don't like when people yeah. think I'm a woman. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I bought two by fours right. and I drove stakes into the two by fours. So I once again, didn't know what she was building, but in my mind, it was pretty grand. Like, I was thinking it was going to be some sort of... It sounded like it was a structure. There was going to be... Yeah, like be, a cool playhouse or that's, some sort. It, I kind of thought it was a playhouse. You guys think I can build a playhouse? Not after what I saw. You said you're all handy and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you well, said you were building a thing. And I extra- was building a thing, and it was a big project. And I think people like just uh, telling other people, I'm going to Home Depot to buy some stuff. I'm working on something. Because whenever you say that... I always assume, wow, this person's such a, so much more of a man than I am. That's what I thought. I when am Allie, more of a man. When than Allie you. said that, I thought, man, I wish I was that manly that I could be like, I'm going to Home mm-hmm. Depot, I'm loading up on stuff. But then when the story started coming out, she's like, well, the gentlemen were nice, they helped me load my car. No, and- that was because I did curbside. Right. So 
I, I got. They put it in my car. I get to Allie's house and I'm excited, and I'm waiting to walk in the back and see, you know, a giant treehouse or some sort of a zip line or something she built. <laughs> Shut up. And I'm excited. I told you. And I kind of look around and I, and I say, "Where's the thing you built?" And she says to me, "Well, you're you're kind of standing in it." And I said, "Excuse me, what?" And she goes, "This little." Uh, it was a you rock built a, box. Like a- she built a. Uh, she built Wait, a, a rock box, not like a deck. I thought you were going to say a deck. I built a deck. You think I could build a deck? Yeah, in you're one a, I don't know. You're yeah, a, you were standing on it. Yeah. That's what lesbians do. They build decks. Okay. Yes. I would like. I need to work my way up to decks and tree houses, guys. I okay. built a stool once, and now I'm building a rock box. And it was a whole project. I had a lot of plans for it. There was a tree, a little tree that was that was dying. She killed and a tree be, for this thing. No, it she needed to be cut down. She chopped the tree down to build, put this little box in, and it's um. The thing that's interesting about it is... <laughs> My dad came with a chainsaw. Yeah. she uh, Allie apparently made every single person in her family. It was already annoyed they had to come in because they all live in the Bay Area. They all wanted to stay there. Go to, they were all going to the game yesterday. They just wanted to go to the Niners game. All right. Allie yeah. made them all come down for 24 hours. Within their 24 hours of town, she gave each of them a job so that My they could... My stepmom's got like gardening gloves yeah, on and a hoe. They could build this rock Allie, box. Which uh, like was this box. one of these situations where you bit off more than you could chew? You started yeah. the project and then you were like, uh-oh, this is not going to get done in time? Well, yeah, also, but yes. And uh, it had to be done on Friday. And and it's funny because when my dad started revving up the chainsaw, Katie was like, "Well, maybe we shouldn't do while he was while Wesley's sleeping." And I was like, "Katie, it's now or never. I can't, I cannot do this project any other time than now because already I'm in a time crunch here. This needs to be done today because the party tomorrow. Right. And what happened was we didn't realize after cutting down the tree that a lot of the roots were going to." be a huge problem. Yeah, Allie, Allie oh. started a lot of her sentences with we didn't realize. <laughs> I heard you, I, I heard the phrase we didn't realize from her about seven times. Each step was a... That's anyway. how Come on, Omar, you know how construction projects work. It's We're not, like, this is not like construction mines. Project. This is not a construction project. You're always going to run into little obstacles that you need <laughs> Wait, to brainstorm. What are, the dim- what are the dimensions of this thing? Dude, it's like it's one... six feet by three feet. It seemed much smaller. It was six feet by three feet. I think the dimensions are off. Okay. You, got, you got so to remember that. The problem that. is that we had to dig a trench in order to get the parts of the wood into the ground, okay? Right. And by that okay. point, there was so much dirt everywhere. And then we needed to wash the rocks before we put them in. So the there's, dirt wait, mixed wait, There's with, so much dirt anywhere. What do you expect when you're digging a trench? Of course there's going to be dirt everywhere. Well, uh, what I didn't factor in was that we also <laughs> had to clean the rocks, and that required water. So then eventually the dirt, yeah, the dirt oh mixed with God. the water, and the lawn was so muddy, yeah. and it didn't oh, no. fix itself overnight. <laughs> so for the party, everything fix was... Itself. Yeah, she thought it would be all well, I thought everything would dry and, you know, just kind of like the dirt would summer? sink in and then the grass would be all perky the next day and it was just a big mud pile. You got to see, we're oh, posting no. this before and after picture That's up on our socials good. at Klein Alley Show. You got to see, the, the after looks so much worse than the before. The after looks bad now because the grass looks bad. If you reverse Once this. Once it gets back going, it's going to be good. But so, so at the end of the whole thing, you have this box that she's built. And, it's basically, and a bunch of sweating grandparents. And I said, well, let me ask you, were there any, are you the type? that was just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to figure it out as I go? Or did you actually have plans and did a little bit of research on YouTube? I did research on YouTube. Yeah, and oh, I had, okay. there were f- three different articles that I had read about how to build three these articles. things. Three articles. Yeah, and they were all different. You put the tarp down and then you staple gun it to the two by fours. It was a whole thing. I, I okay. planned it all out. I so, measured it. I right. had them cut the wood. But be honest, did, do you think it looked in your mind when you were building it? Is this the finished product you think you have now? 
Look, I didn't know that the stump <laughs> was going to look so weird. in the Because the stump, you can't get down that far. So it's like a rock box with a stump also, in it. Okay, there's no way this is six, by, six feet by three it's feet. It is. This it, is like four by two or yeah. something. No, it's not. But, it but, looks so small. It's, it's a litter box. Yeah, it really and you killed your grass, by the way. It's not dead. The grass will be fine. That's what they said. Well, they. That's what they said. Who's they? YouTube. That's YouTube what, that's said what it'll be they fine. said. You, yeah. see, you know what? Wesley loved it, and and then Did he? And I didn't see him playing in it. He was playing with in a like Why not crazy? do just a regular sandbox? What's up with all this pea gravel? Because by the, way? the sand is messy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Dude. That would have been your best friend. That sand. Everyone this pea does... gravel is going to be trouble for you once the kid gets older. He's going to start throwing those right at the windows. He's no, gonna start throwing those he's rocks. a good kid. He won't do that. I've, if that gets false. onto your grass and it gets under the lawnmower, it'll fling that pea gravel into your window and break it. It happened to me. It happened to you? What? Oh, yeah. It happened Do at one of my rental properties. Why didn't I, I get like, tips from you? No, it's like a... They, Everyone they who's had a pea gravel-related issue, we'd love to hear from you now at 800 <laughs> Allie bought 15 bags of pea gravel. And Actually, it's, 17. It's going to ruin her life. <laughs> one day, one, which, is, which is really remarkable. Guys, in three months, that rock box and the whole backyard is going to look great. Look at this before and after. It is wild. Hey, we'll come back. Your gayest football highlights next on K-Rock. Foo Fighters, K-Rock. In about 15 minutes, we're going to call someone and give them the good news. They're off to Tokyo to see Incubus. Then we will announce where you'll be heading to next. Which band will it be? Which country will it be? All those details upcoming. Uh, first, though, hey, you're on K-Rock. So that uh, pea gravel is a total mess. <laughs> I have a four-year-old, but for the last year, he would throw the gravel into my dad's jacuzzi. <laughs> and then he would also throw it over the walls in the backyard to my neighbor's pool and my other neighbor's shed of the roof. So all you hear is like a metal ting. Oh, man. You know what? That would happen if the gravel was anywhere. It doesn't. It's not rock box related. That's just pea gravel's problem. That's your problem now. It also gets in between the cracks of the concrete. <laughs> and with right. the kids running their bikes and their like tricycles, it chips the concrete. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Every phone line's got someone on here that's got a pea gravel horror story, and oh. you've brought 17 bags of this into your life. And wait, just wait till you see what this results in. You, I can't wait till less than a year, Allie will be taking this thing piece by piece <laughs> apart and trying to bring it back and return it to Home well, Depot. Omar <laughs> made a, po- a good point about treating the wood. The wood uh-huh. is not treated, so he yeah. said it's going to disintegrate and get yep. disgusting in two weeks. Also, 509 mm-hmm. said my son threw gravel from our swing area into our pool and clogged the filter. Oh, yeah. thousands of dollars to fix it. Yeah, your, your kid oh is like God. just about a month away from that point where it's, everything can be thrown, and just get ready because that stuff is awesome. He's like, thanks for all the ammunition, Mom. Love you. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of football this weekend. Two big games. People that thought the NFL was rigged may be thinking otherwise, although I think the NFL knew what people thought and felt the need to make a quick switcheroo with the Ravens game. Regardless, Allie was watching the game for a completely different reason. The only place that does it, often duplicated, imitated. Of course, people try to steal this all the time, but you're the first to bring together the gayest sports highlights. That's right, and here they are. Here are the gayest sports highlights from the week. Here they come. He felt it. And he is wrapped up by Roquan Smith, who had him low and never let go. I mean, it doesn't seem like a whole lot of reasons to come. That hesitation is all Goff needed to squeeze it in. Oh, Oh, man. Swipe across the 
head. Uh, enjoy every single day. Enjoy these guys. Enjoy the wins. The play and busting across Trey Smith on his backside. I've seen teams that are loose all season long. Get the biggest game of the year, and all of a sudden, everyone's all tight. Right. Like, don't do that. Looks like Smith. He is coming. Tell us all about that catch. Before the game, a ladybug landed on my shoe. <laughs> hey, y'all know what that means. That's all I can say, because every now I don't know. These have been the gayest sports highlights Ooh. from this week. My favorite. Okay, here's a guess. Quick break. Back in a moment with your trip. K-Rock, we are Klein Alley Show. If you're on a standby boarding list right now, hopefully you answer your phone in the next five minutes. We call and give away destination number three. It's Incubus in Tokyo. Then we'll announce destination number four. I've got a blank piece of paper here. Your name could be the first one on it. As that uh, continues, that's K-Rock's. World Tour 2024 rolls on with a brand new band, the brand new city. All those details coming up very soon. And then we'll get you in to see the Killers in Vegas all show long today. But first, your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. I'm what they call a problem drinker. So the way people talk about their dogs, it's very clear these days that, you know, most pet owners treat their dogs like children. Did you see Jake's posting over the weekend? Like incessant. It's my dog. His was much more aggressive than any birthday post I did for my child. Way more. I was actually Dude, you put up, first of all, you put up a bunch of posts the day you adopted your dog. And then you put up a bunch of posts no. when it was your dog's birthday. That's the day I adopted her. I, I posted a thing when the first day I went to go see her. Well, and okay. we had, it was like, you know, the whole week be, before that, we right. had to hear, hey, it's going to be Kibby Day. Yeah, it's going to be Kibby Day. It's yeah. going to be Kibby Day. Oh, more excited. I'm more excited about right. Kibby Day than Christmas. I was. <laughs> <sighs> the worst. Yeah. So anyway. It's cute. I know a lot of people are very, you know. They treat their dogs like kids. A lot of people like Jake. There's a lot of Jakes out there. And I wonder how people like Jake would feel about this situation and how you would react. Because this woman's response to her dog being kidnapped is absolutely insane. If you've seen the video, we'll post it up on our socials at Klein Alley Show. Uh, The video of this one clinging to a car to save her dog is absolutely incredible. Find video of a woman clinging to the hood of a speeding car. Inside that vehicle, her stolen French bulldog. I thought I was going to die. Allie Zacharias and her dog Onyx were having lunch together at Whole Foods. I just want you to think about that sentence. That story checks out. We're having lunch together at Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Yep, I believe that. Not I'm having lunch at Whole Foods and I brought my dog. Right, We are having lunch together. We have a date, (laughs) standing date. We do this. A woman first called to the dog, then grabbed the leash and walked away. Zacharias followed her, but the woman hopped into the car with three others inside and locked the doors. Zacharias didn't hesitate. I didn't want the car to drive away, so I ran and stood in front of it and they drove into me and I fell on top of their the hood and before I knew it they were like backing up and like taking off a really difficult situation for her I'm sure all all pet parents would probably yeah. do the same for their dogs now would not all Omar. pet, would all pet nope. parents do this for Omar, their dogs Omar's been putting his dog like, in, Omar keeps trying to put his dog in strangers cars and they keep totally. giving it back yeah Omar probably would organize this yeah totally this woman is hanging on this thing and the car is flying by it looks like it's going at least 30 miles an hour yeah and she's I mean it's like a movie she's yeah, sitting there on. clutching to the top and then eventually the car makes a turn where she like rolls off of it and she ends up being okay but she really thought she was going to die and now she's offering a reward for anybody who can return Onyx to her so that they can have endless lunches together. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. All right, it's safe to say that over the years, uh, the singer Morrissey has developed a bit of a reputation for being unreliable on tour. He's canceled a lot of shows. 
I think one he canceled because he was cold. Another one he stopped the show because he smelled meat one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, fans were very excited about the You Are the Quarry anniversary performance. I believe there were two that were scheduled. And yeah, then, I had tickets. And Omar had tickets. Weren't you yeah. going to like leave your wife who was going yeah, she through had, uh, just got surgery so yeah. and she was like recovering and it was like the day after and I was like come on it's just gonna be for a couple of hours <laughs> you'll be fine yeah you don't know <laughs> yeah so of course right before the show you see the post on Instagram that we all know too well it's the black background with the white print saying due mm. to unforeseen circumstances the shows have been canceled and this time the fans got pissed they were like dude enough with this like this is not okay i don't care if i'm getting a refund like every time i go to see morrissey i end up not seeing morrissey unforeseen circumstances should be posted before he does appear yeah due to unforeseen circumstances this show is going to take yeah. place foreseen is he doesn't show up i had no omar was talking about the show i said it's not happening i told omar he said no yeah, i think it is this did. time i'm like you guys are such idiots you <laughs> yep. you, you morrissey supporters you think every time he's going to be there he yeah. never shows up so then the tour manager put out another post just to appease the fans saying Morrissey is receiving medical supervision for physical exhaustion. And I'm like, physical That's... exhaustion from what? You yeah. haven't performed. I've been physically exhausted for the last decade. He said he's been ordered to rest for two weeks and will remain in Zurich. All right, whatever. <laughs> oh, God. Nonsense. Stupid. Your throat you, can't waste all your, you can't waste all your good excuses early because then when you really need an excuse in the back pocket, any other band is fine. Any other band wants yeah. to take a time, uh, an unforeseen break, okay, fine. But Morrissey, sorry, bro, you used all your... Used all your uh, oops, my uncle died. The used only, them all. Yeah, the only excuse he has left is I'm tired. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> physical exhaustion. Usually the Hollywood translation of that means like drug stuff. But right. in Morrissey's case... I think you, he that, really is tired because he doesn't have enough strength from his diet. We get into a it's brand a heat, new... dude. Yeah. yeah. We get into the brand new hour of show right now. And we, the first thing we're going to do is dial a number on the standby list. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the world-famous K-Rock. All right, just after 7 o'clock, it's, Clay, uh, it's K-Rock. I think I got the name of this station right. Fine Alley Show. I'm just looking at this list here, Ali. A lot of uh, hopefuls, a lot of names. One has been circled at random. That is the person I will be calling right now and give them the good news that they're heading to Tokyo to see Incubus. It's part of K-Rock World Tour 2024. As soon as we do that, if your phone doesn't ring, you're all angry. Before you quickly say, F this, I'm done with you, and hang up and turn off K-Rock, you may want to listen because we will give you another destination, another band, another city. And we got a brand new list here that we're going to start writing your name on, so be ready for that. Also this hour, Killers, Vegas, You, Airfare, a couple of nights at Caesars, and of course that new mini residency to celebrate 20 years of hot fuss. So if you like winning trips, this is a good hour for you to be locked in on K-Rock.
On the text line, it is overwhelming support for the woman who jumped onto a moving car to save her dog. 626, I would murder a person in cold blood to protect my animals. 661, I would go John Wick, full-on John Wick, if somebody kidnapped or hurt my dog. 626, hell yeah, I love my dogs, and I am a basic bitch who loves dogs more than people, and I'm not ashamed of it. There is a lot of dog robbery that's going on these days, especially with those French bulldogs. And now when I see people jogging, holding a dog leash, like some people just are like active and go run runs with their dogs. I assume every time I see this now, someone is running with a stolen dog. <laughs> and I feel like at some point I'm going to trip a person and be like, aha! And they'll be like, hey. I gotcha. Yeah. Like it's every time I see someone running with a dog now, I'm like waiting for someone in behind them to be like, stop! Well, your MO is always to help the criminals. I, I try to help. No, I don't try. That's what I'm saying. You save happening. the criminals and my, you my get MO the innocent is, people arrested. My MO is to help the innocents, but I end up accidentally helping that the criminals. That may be your intention, but that's never what happens. All right, let's see who we're calling now. If uh, you answer, well, I got good news for you. And if you're sleeping and you don't answer, I'll just keep calling num- numbers on this list until we get someone. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Are you just waking up? Of course, because it's early. <laughs> uh-huh. Have you been drinking? No, I do not. <laughs> we should introduce ourselves. Uh, I'm Klein. That's Allie. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. We're calling from K-Rock. Yeah. I am kind of in shock at the moment. So, hi. <laughs> hi. We're actually just calling to say good morning, but I guess while we have you on the phone, we should let you know that you're moving from the standby boarding list to the actual boarding list. You're going to Tokyo. Oh, my God. I'm so, like, that's, this is amazing. Flight, hotel, money, and incubus. Thank you so much. This is awesome. And this was all a dream. (laughs) Well, it could be still. (laughs) Are you in bed as we speak? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't get pervy, Klein. Oh, no, no, calm down, Klein. <laughs> Did you have any other questions? That's it. <laughs> Samara, congratulations. You are a winner of destination number three. And for everyone who's listening right now that goes, it'll never happen to me. What do you want to say to those people? Uh, maybe one day it will happen. <laughs> just keep waiting. All right. Big announcement time. K-Rock just after, what is it, uh, 7.08 on a Monday morning, so let's give you the big exciting news as to where you'll be traveling to next. Congratulations once again to Samara, who just uh, scored herself a trip to Tokyo to see Incubus. You want to experience all the confusion and excitement she just experienced live on the radio? Well, then you need to uh, get your name on the standby boarding list for our next destination, which I'll give you in just five seconds. Ali, um, I did this thing yesterday. I'm, I'm so mad because it's my own fault, but I was in line at uh, In-N-Out to get a burger because it was an unplanned, oh, I'm in the mood, and I happened to drive by an In-N-Out, and I just decided I'm going to get in this line. And sometimes, you know, the lines look really long. Are you they, saying this was an unforeseen circumstance? This was an unforeseen circumstance, just like Morrissey, that I was in line at an In-N-Out. Okay. And, you know, sometimes the lines get so long that you end up blocking a lot of driveways and stuff. And so, as a result, if you're a respectable person, there's some people that just want to cut through. So, I was at a point where I had to make a decision. I was in line. I was probably 10 cars back. And this guy gives me the look of, hey, can I get in? To the line or can I get through? Okay. So, I assume the guy is attempting to cut through because I'm at a point where someone would cut out of the parking lot. And basically go into the street. So I, of course, wave so the guy. So they can't get out of the parking lot without going through the line? 
they could if they went all the way around to the complete other side. And I was just trying to be a good person. So I give the guy the... Because I like the... Uh, I like... Unlike a lot of people that do that dick move where they never let anyone in, there's a lot of people that feel like they'd like to... I'm never going to let anyone in my lane. I'm a, I, I'm a big fan of... Go ahead. Come on. It's not going to change my life at all. I know. All. It's ridiculous how possessive people get uh, over their uh, lanes. And, and the way I feel when someone lets me in is I think I don't know this stranger, but I like them because they're doing something that's not really an inconvenience to them at all and it's probably helping me and a good person. I wish them good things. As opposed to the other people that kind of do that thing where they try, try to bump you out. You know, they really... They yeah. like try to block you out. But I so, think also in this area, people just expect to be cut off. So I wave this guy through and I think I'm doing a good thing. And he starts pulling through. And then, right when he gets about halfway through, he he starts uh, straightening out, straightening it, straighten it out right in front of oh me. Oh my god! And now, all of a sudden, I go from I like this. I'm doing this person. I saw the, this guy. I think he's cut in front of me at the In-N-Out drive-through line. And what there kind are, of there what kind of balls have, yeah, on this no guy? Line etiquette like that. And they, yeah, you're right. The balls to Allie. be like, you know what? I'm gonna go in front of all these people. But the thing is, I had already put in the order with the guy with the iPad. So this guy cut in front of me to get in line, and then he had to take. And then when he go when you go up to the pay, and they got they have a whole system going. This guy's like, I don't know what your deal so is. So what did he get your order? I th- I think he's about to steal my order. So I'm now yelling. First of all, I'm not happy, and a couple other people are honking, and, and I'm going, "What did I do?" Ooh, this is how people get stabby I, in right, fast food. And lines. I screwed up the whole system because now I'm like, man, I'm the guy that messed up this whole flow. And of everybody cars. in line hates you. Yes. And I, I don't need that. That's what I get at home. That's why I travel out. <laughs> There's no line for that. So we finally get up to the thing, and now he's talking to the person at the window. But I don't know what he's saying. So part of me thinks he's saying the person's reading back my order to this guy, and he's just going to go, yep, sounds good, whatever. So I'm now got my window down, and I'm going, It's mine! Hey, hey I got the I cheese got the fries. six, six I got, double doubles. I, I'm the guy with all the double doubles and no one else in my car. That's me. And this guy's kind of yelling, you know, doing the yelling back, hold on. And finally, I pull up and I say, "What's hey, what's the?" I say to the guy at the window, "What was this guy's deal?" I hope he paid for your order. No, he didn't do that. That would have been great. That would have been the move right there. Like and I'm going to pay for this guy so that I can get it ahead of through. mine. And he goes, "No, he said that uh, the the iPad was down when he was trying to put in his <gasps> order, so to he put it lied? in at the window." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, that's not what happened. And I thought to myself, I hate this person, but I respect them so much because I know that feeling of <laughs> I want, I want the in and out right now. I don't want to sit in the back of that line. What and he figured out a way. He I figured can tell out a way. He was sitting there going, "What am I going to say to them?" Make me a sucker. And what? How insulting is that to in and out to assume that the iPad is down right. and that I'm the it's sucker? It's never down. He picked me out as the the sucker. Well, get on anyway. car. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hey, get on the car. Did they cut in front car. of just you, or were there was there uh, oh, people behind no, you? No, there was dude. There was, 15 cars behind me too damn so yeah i mean and i was like the guy so i was i'm the loose link i guess in the chain exactly. or whatever exactly you're the pussy let's send you guys <laughs> to the fine city of london england for destination number four <laughs> k-rock world tour 2024 is that the urine you will be traveling to london but why would you travel all the way to London? What's a good reason, Allie? Well, I would imagine to see a band that you'd love to see live and a band that you hear regularly on K-Rock. You're right. <laughs> you're not just beautiful, you're smart. <laughs> and both of those are sarcastic. You will be traveling to the other side of the pond to see not one. Are you going to make the this band singing this song? 
joke? Nope. Wasn't going to do it because uh, you predicted that. Uh, and I'm unpredictable. <laughs> you will not see just one band. You will see two bands in London. Really? Now you seem shocked. Yeah, I am shocked. Did you not know this big announcement? I didn't know there were two. Oh, I'm putting it together now. See? Mm-hmm. I'm stapling she, it together. She's as smart <laughs> as she is hot. <laughs> and here's who you'll be seeing. This is the sound of Postal Service, Death Cab for Cutie. You get tickets to see them right here as part of the Just Like Heaven Festival. And if we write your name on the standby boarding list, which we will do, you could potentially go see them again in London. That's right. It is destination number four, K-Rock World Tour 2024. So get ready to win your first chance coming up with us around 9 o'clock. It'll be happening all day. And these are the details that I forgot to mention earlier. Uh, Later this morning, you and that band in London will make that happen for you. This is K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. Also coming up later this hour, we'll tell you how you can go see the Killers in Vegas for their opening night show, mini residency at Caesars. We'll fly you out, put you up and everything. That's coming up after this. But there is a condition that is apparently affecting all of us. I definitely know that I suffer from this 100%. Really? I think you do as well. You don't think you do? Mm-mm. You really? No. Oh, I feel like everyone. Omar is the only guy I would think on the show that doesn't because he almost fights against it at all at all times. Hmm. That's interesting because I I am El Cheapo. So yeah. my relationship with money is very different than yours. Money dysmorphia is apparently all the rage now. And Instagram, TikTok have made it much worse. It's Fine, always, I'll buy it. See, there you go. That's money <laughs> dysmorphia right there. We see, I, and I think, Ali, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it has something to do with you see things that you know you shouldn't buy. But you convince yourself as to why, yeah, I could probably, that's not a big deal. That's just 20 here, that's 50 here. Sure, I could buy that thing. The dysmorphia is the treating yourself. I deserve to treat myself. Yes. And it comes largely from social media where you see people on these elaborate vacations. We were talking about during the holidays, people are like, oh, I'm taking a whole month off. Right. And I'm going to go travel the world. Mine and, was blown. And spending a lot of money. And that's, it comes from this money dysmorphia idea because... You feel this pressure or you're, you have this mentality of no matter how much money I have in my bank, that's not important. I'm going to live my life and I'm going to live it in style and I'm gonna, I deserve luxurious things and the rest of it is just going to work itself out. People uh, are obsessed with the concept, and, I, and I, don't think, I, I don't think anyone would not agree with this, of being rich. Everyone would love to be I don't think you have to be like stupid Jeff Bezos rich, although that'd be great. But I think everyone would like to... I think everyone would like to be comfortable and not have to worry about money. Yeah, but to be comfortable and not have to worry about money means being rich. Multi-millionaire. Yes, because the reality is everything's super expensive. Yeah. So, but the idea of this concept Uh, of That's not necessarily the case, by the way, I don't think. Well, you don't think you to have be to be comfortable? I think uh, if you plan out your uh, life accordingly, See, this uh, is you can... <laughs> what, what Omar is saying now is, is boring. And, and let, go ahead and be what responsible. What should we invest in, Well, not You can invest in a couple of properties, but <laughs> also <laughs> you know, pay off your mortgage in your 40s, pay it off early. Then you really only have to worry about your you know bills and then your property taxes, and that's it. So you think you should just spend all your money on paying off your mortgage? You, if you want to feel that sense of freedom that you think will come from being rich, I think you could attain by paying off your mortgage and living a comfortable uh, life. Yeah. Okay. 
But think of all of the things. What about the 10 years of me not being able to take any kind of vacation and live on food stamps? No, you could still do that. You you just do it on a budget. You know how lame your Instagram looks when you're paying off your mortgage? (laughs) I don't see any blue water there. I mean, that's the idea is that uh, people, people love to flex. Everyone knows how good it feels to buy something you really want. And everyone is great at giving. I know this because I give myself this dumb talk all the time. Ah, uh, you really don't need that. Yeah, but oh, I really want it. Yeah, but you really don't need it. Oh, but if I don't buy it, someone else will. Oh. No axe throwing kit. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming home with me, axe throwing kit. And then it sits there. I get it. I know that pep talk. It doesn't but, always end with an axe throwing kit, but sometimes it does. The other thing is I have a few friends that want to celebrate Anything. They want any yeah. excuse to right. celebrate something, if it's an engagement or a birthday or anything. And it's not just, hey, let's go out to dinner. It's, let's go to Mexico. Right. And you're Damn. like, my God. Right. How are you doing this? And it's a lot of little trips. It's not like it's this big month-long vacation or anything. But at the end of the year, you think about how much you spent on those kind of, quote, experiences. That Katie and I fight about this all the time because she's like, we have to be able to live our lives and make memories. And we're well, we going to look right. back and say that we saved and I'm like, yeah, because well, we're going to be old and we're going to have no money left and we're not going to have any experiences to have because we had them all and now we're broke. I think people just assume that eventually you'll hit the Powerball when you need it most. At least that's my, my plan B, hitting okay. the Powerball. Yeah. 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 I think that's all of our plan B. And, uh, and so you go like, might as well do the fun stuff now because that's the other argument you hear from people. They go, You never know if you you're going to even live right. to. You hear right. these arguments and they go, well, tomorrow's not guaranteed to live today like it's your last. So you go, great, I'm buying everything. <laughs> and then you hear the other thing and you go, well, what's the point of having money when you're old? If you're old and you can't enjoy it anyway, how bad are my Instagram pictures going to look when I'm old uh, in one of those over the over the water bungalows with my wrinkly old old people feet? I yeah. want to look. I want to pose my feet now. Right, or like having wrinkly. a really nice car. Usually, if I'm like, wow, that's a nice car. You know, it's like vintage. Yeah, and you all see an old person driving a nice and car. And the person's sad. like eighty. Right, sad person. And they have like their blinker on for seven right. miles. Yeah. Nice Ferrari, old man, with your blinker on. Would have been cool if you had that when you were 26. They, you couldn't afford it, put yeah. on 19 credit cards. But because you're no, 80, but then you, you wake look up at that 26-year-old and you think he's a D-bag. D- yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right, you know, there's, no there's a middle ground there. There is no win. But I'm saying right now, this money dysmorphia thing is a real situation. It's a real thing now. And it's, just saying oh, yeah. it's, at, an all, it's an, at an all-time high mm-hmm. because people always feel like, you can never keep up with what everyone else around. And you and you even look at people, you're like, I don't get it. I feel like I have a better job than that person. But they've got so much better. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, exactly. And, and it then, becomes this giant game of keeping up with the Joneses. And then they keep saying, like, oh, there's going to be this big uh, recession, right? And the economy is going to just tank and da-da-da. And then they keep checking and they're like, no, actually, everyone's still spending a bunch of money. Yeah, <laughs> the stock market had, like, <laughs> so the, we're good. the best uh, week it had, I think, ever yeah, last week. Yeah, like, how is this possible? But it's it's because of this. So here's the deal. We would like to give you a trip to Vegas where we will take care of the airfare and the hotels and the tickets for you to see this band. The Killers celebrating 20 years. So you can go ahead and post all them photos without having to spend a buck. If you'd like to join us, we're asking this simple question in honor of the killers. Somebody told me, what is something that you were told by somebody at one point that we would care about? Let's get to it next. Imagine for a second, you in Vegas at the uh, Caesars with that band right there celebrating 20 years of the album Hot Fuss. You will get to go see the killers opening night show. We'll put you up in a hotel for two nights, get you on a plane out to Vegas so you don't have to hitchhike your way. And run into hobos along the trip. And uh, all we're asking you right now, every day it'll be a different 
killers-inspired conversation. And today, in honor of uh, Somebody Told Me, we want to know of a time that somebody told you something. And probably it started with, you can't tell anyone, but this. But I don't know what the... Look, we're going to be all over the place. So the question is, the only thing that starts is somebody told me. Mm -hmm. From there, we don't know what it was, who told you. But you know I love some juicy, hot goss, Klein. Oh, no one loves it more than you and Vanessa. Vanessa likes it when it's... uh, What does she say, Omar? It's juicy... Salicious. It's salicious. She's got a lot of things she says. I, I don't remember. Omar's got the. Omar's got all the Vanessa clips on this the red. This is what she says here. It's juicy. She loves the juicy. <laughs> so tell us something juicy. Uh, and also, she loves this. I love the cussing. Yeah. Yeah, she loves all of it. So uh, keep in mind, somebody told you something could result in you getting some tickets to go to Las Vegas yes. right now. And you don't really have to cuss, by the way. Let's say hi to Celeste, and we'll make our way up and down these phones. It's K-Rock. This is Klein Alley Show. Hello, Celeste. Uh, somebody told you what? So somebody told me that they cheated on their boyfriend with their boyfriend's best friend. And when you're given this information, are you given this information as, I had to tell somebody, so I'm telling you because you're the friend I trust? Or is it, uh, what is the reason they, they felt the need to tell you about this? So they felt the need to tell me because we were like all in a friend group. And so my boyfriend at the time was friends with those guys. And so she felt the need to tell me because we were always hanging out. But it put me in a really awkward position because I was like, dude, I know when you're sneaking off. I know what you're doing. It's terrible. When you're the person, it's like you like the power of being the person that someone feels the need to tell you. Like, you're the person I can tell this to. But then you have this thing that was eating away at them that's now eating away at you. Yeah, and you can't just be business as usual among your friend group when you know exactly what's going on. And do you tell anybody? Do you tell the guy? Monica, somebody told you what? Somebody told me that they planted meth in their drug test. Why would anybody do that? You know, I guess someone's trying to sabotage. Somebody found, wait a minute, someone was trying to sabotage another person's drug test, so they planted dirty urine? Yeah, but it, no, they were doing it. <laughs> oh, they were doing it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, okay. That sounds like an there idea. There was meth in their pee because by the way, they that, were on meth. That sounds like an idea that was cooked up by a meth head. <laughs> All right, hold on. I gotta tell I, you something. How do I fix this? There's mm. meth. All right, somebody, somebody told you. We don't know what we're looking for until we hear what that is. So don't try to give us something that you think is going to win these tickets. It could be a confession. It could be a secret. We don't know. Daniel, somebody told you what? Somebody told me that their child is not their husband's. Oh, so the child had a different dad? That Was it like a friend or was it a one-night stand? Did, Did they tell you any of that? They know who it is, and so do I. And... She's my coworker that told me the other day, and she has a great husband, and it's it's almost eating me up, you know. It's, it's especially when, when they're a good person, client. Does that, by the way, does that start with uh, I have to tell you something, but you can't repeat it, or is that how that that, that kind of conversation begins? It yeah. was it was her venting, panicking with me and her in the office, and she. She was trying to get my opinion on how, as a man, how I would react. Oh, man. That's the worst. She's trying to rehearse it with me. Oh, my God. And I'm hearing it angry for him. Yeah. Like, dude, I know. I know. Yeah, I mean, but they're coworkers. What else are you going to talk about after how's your weekend? 
Sometimes yeah, I'm I, just I, like, oh, I'm just going to tell you my deepest, darkest secrets now. That's a tough one because she says, let's go ahead and play this out and, how and it would go. It. And then he's got to, his real opinion is I would be livid, but he's got to go, no, it's okay. Thanks All for right, telling I me. I love you, honey. <laughs> and then when she plays it I out real I thought he life, looked different. Oh, man. All right, hold on. Somebody told you. What did somebody tell you? The number is 800-520-1067. Every day, a killer's song will inspire us to uh, get your calls, and the uh, result will be one of you will win a trip to Vegas to see the killers, airfare, hotel, and tickets to their first show. They're going to be doing a mini residency at Caesars, and we will get you into their first show, opening night show. Somebody told you. Shelly, what did somebody tell you? Somebody told me that... They were pregnant, but they didn't want their parents, they didn't want me to tell their parents because this was my second pregnancy from somebody else. So two baby daddies. Oh, I got a second pregnancy with a different baby daddy. Yeah. And how old was the person? I was 19 and they were 42. What? Are you the person yeah. that didn't want someone to tell? Uh, hold on. Is this yours? Are you the somebody? <laughs> Are you the somebody? I'm not saying. Yeah, wow. Well, okay. That's a real M. Night Shyamalan twist right there, Allie. I would hope somebody was 42 was like, don't tell my parents, she's, but I'm pregnant. She's the somebody. <laughs> hey, Mike, uh, what did somebody tell you? Somebody told me in high school that my new aunt was in a Showtime Skinamax uh, porn. Hold well, now, that now that's what somebody told me. Who told you this? One of my friends who at the time, because remember, you had to like order Showtime and, and all. it didn't come as free as it is now. Uh-huh. Right. And so he told me, hey, your new aunt is in one of those like after dark Cinemax porn. Which one? I've seen them all. <laughs> Red Shoe Diaries? Which one are we talking about here? <laughs> I don't remember the name of it, but yeah, my uncle's new aunt was in one of those after Max porn. It's mm, a good friend right there to give you the tip off on and that. And great conversation at Thanksgiving. Uh, Kim, what did somebody tell you? It's K-Rock. We got tickets to go to Killers in Vegas, airfare, hotel, the whole thing. We're just asking you at some point in your life, probably someone has said something to you. Someone's told you something that you either didn't want them to tell you, um, but maybe you're glad that they trusted you enough to tell you and now you get to go ahead and get it off your chest with us go ahead somebody told me that my grandma had an affair and cheated on my grandpa and then that man that she had an affair with later married my aunt whoa this is wild to keep up i love with the stuff. family secret ones so much good stuff i wish my family had scandals like that but i guess i do have a throat goat rose Hi. So somebody told me that they got chlamydia by going down on a girl, and they had a Jolly Rancher in their mouth. They put it in. Uh, there. Whoa, 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 whoa! That got <laughs> got extreme pretty quickly. I, I gotta, would love if the killer song was those lyrics. I, I gotta process <laughs> that. We make that song with her lyrics. <laughs> uh, we'll come back and wrap this up and give away that trip after Blink right here on K-Rock. Somebody told me. It's a great song, but also it's the beginning of a story that could go in a million different directions. Think about all of the things you've been told in your life, and sometimes they're deep, dark secrets from friends or trusted 
uh, colleagues, whatever the case may be, we're asking you, how did that story end? Somebody told me what could score you tickets to go to Vegas, see the killers, opening night, mini residency, Caesars, airfare, hotel, everything you could want to have an epic weekend uh, coming up in, I think it's August that starts, but we'll get you into uh, Las Vegas for that. Allie, we got to wrap this up. Oh what God. do we have on the text line? All over the text line. 310, somebody told me that her husband is gay and that their marriage is completely fake because the husband wouldn't get any money from his family if he told his family he was gay. There'd be no inheritance. So instead, they have this sham marriage and nobody knows but this person, 310. 707, somebody told me that Allie slept with her cousin. That's a fact. That's a fact, but Allie. it was a second step, step cousin. Allie told us all that. I told you that. That's right, because I'm not ashamed. <laughs> it was a second step cousin. We're not related by blood. We've heard a lot of stories, and uh, I could go up and down these phones. We could hear a lot more. Mary, I'll give you a quick chance to try to sneak in under the wire, but we have some people that we think are uh, already the cream of this crop, but go ahead. Good morning, sweet dibbits. Sweet dibbits. Everybody told me that our friend, our friend's fiance, hit on him a week before their wedding. Oh, so wait the just... the man or the who in the the man hit oh, on our guy friend. Cool, and then they had sex. I don't think she has any more details about that. <laughs> A lot of cheating-related stuff, a lot of uh, relative-related stuff, a lot of co-worker-related stuff. I've heard a bunch of stories here. Let's give away trip number one, and don't worry if you don't win because we have a trip every morning. Uh, Mike, you were informed by somebody that your aunt was in a HBO porno. Uh, yeah, it was a Showtime, but yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, give, we'll give credit to either one. All yeah. right, well, listen, that's a hard thing to have to hear, and uh, it turned out to be very true, right? You ended up watching it, yes or no? Uh, yes, it is my step-aunt, so it was pretty mm. gross, yes. Okay. Well, you should bring her to Vegas with you. Was that the name of the HBO show, This Is My Step-Aunt? <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's let's make it. You're, uh, you're going to win trip number one to go to Las Vegas and see the killers. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, so you decide which one of your relatives you'd like to bring with you, but congratulations. Somebody told Thanks. you something. It changed your life, I would imagine, forever afterwards. Uh, we'll have more chances every day this week to win. Be back in a second. More show to get to next. Go nowhere. We will go nowhere either. All right, it's K-Rock. We're Klein Alley's show. we got lots still to give you today. Of course, 9 o'clock, you'll get your first name on that standby boarding list. So you can travel to London and see Death Cab and Postal Service. That is destination number four, K-Rock World Tour. We'll keep hooking you up with these killers trips all week long. And Paley Fest is about to drop their lineup. All of the uh, cast that will be joining forces will send you there to meet the stars of your favorite shows. That is coming up just after 8 o'clock. But first, your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for... Uh, wait. Where's my Adderall? All right, well, the teams for the Super Bowl are set. It will be the Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers. It will be two weeks from now. And if you're keeping track, this is a repeat of 2020 when the same teams played each other and the Niners ended up losing that Super Bowl. The Niners are very good at losing Super Bowls. Yeah, they are. 31-20 was the score of that one. If you're interested or you care about gambling, it's going to move a little bit. But right now, the Niners are favored by about two points. In this Super Bowl. What is, why? Just letting you know. <laughs> As a Niner fan, why is that the That's case? what the uh, books have decided. Um, so it will take place in Vegas, which is so, so exciting. And the lowest ticket right now, I'm looking at the worst ticket in the entire, on the entire spread on Ticketmaster is currently 8000 
$333. And the main bets that people are placing, of course, other than who's going to win and who's going to score the first touchdown, are the Taylor Swift prop bets. Oh. Because hey, hey, hey. when it comes down to it, it's Taylor Bowl, everybody. God. And everyone is so really... Annoying. I know, it's so annoying. And then there was a video after the game yesterday of Taylor Swift leaving the stadium and someone's going, you're ruining football! <laughs> they like yelled at her as she was leaving and it's she's like, I, I know, she's like, I didn't do anything. I mean, I'm going to say oh. something now and this is going to, I'm going to kick myself for saying this and I don't like it. In my core, I don't like it. But when I have football on, more often than not, my kids will grab the remote and change the channel to anything else and I get super annoyed. Whenever there is a game now that she is on and they may see her, they will watch the game. They, they literally are and watching and paying attention. Not they're they don't want to change the station because they think they're going to yeah, miss but her. Not for the reasons that I, you I don't. Want. But I don't care. But I'm saying, <laughs> like I think about this Super Bowl and usually the way it works. Clyde now, is used to being loved for the wrong reasons. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'll, I don't care what the reason <laughs> is as long as it's on. But it is interesting now. It's having the. I'm watching this effect happen to a kid that could care nothing at all about football. Hates it. Doesn't want me to watch. Now mm-hmm. she she was all excited. Did Taylor's boyfriend make the Super Bowl? Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> yes, yes, he did. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, I can't wait to watch. And a I mean, team that football fans are so annoyed by. I know. Too. So Every, they just the up their annoying. perfect storm of annoying. And just when you thought, you know, uh, Mahomes' brother. I mean, Mahomes' brother and wife are the two, maybe one and two most annoying most people annoying on the planet. Most annoying people ever. And then you throw in this now. And, oh, you know. Oh, man. I, I get it. The world is, in fact, there's a whole message, Ali, that I think you would appreciate. On the goat line, and it's really about the way that I think the world is is thinking about how this thing should play out. Klein, Ali, sweet dibs. I listen every morning, but I just wanted to comment about this whole narrative that the NFL is scripted and about the Super Bowl. And a friend of mine posted that the Chiefs will win, and that afterwards Travis will propose to Taylor Swift, oh my God. and that made me sick to my <laughs> stomach. I'm not a Niners fan, but I think we are all Niner Nation for this Super Bowl because this damn novella has to end, (laughs) and I want to see the Swifties cry tears, shed tears. I think we are all 49er gang like Allie. Anyway, I've been drinking. Like many of us. Don't be a dick. I don't hate the idea simply because as a money saver, I like the dual option for the ring. Ah, smart. They can he's, double up. Yeah, he's got a Super Bowl ring. He's already got a super expensive ring that he can just boop, you're down yeah. on one knee and there you go. I'm annoyed by it too, but I also I'm looking at the positive. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Um, all right, if you're a listener to the show, I can only assume that you are a fan of prized Renaissance art. I'm sure there's a lot of crossover there, right, Klein? It's our biggest audience. And over mm-hmm. the weekend, some protesters went all the way to the Louvre. They bought the tickets. They did the whole tourist thing. They went through the whole Vatican, which takes a long-ass time, by the way. And if you've ever been there, you know that the Mona Lisa is the last stop. And it is a whole day experience. And they went through all that, and that's when they sprung into action and threw pumpkin soup on the Mona Lisa. Here's how it sounded. I think someone's a little early going, oh, in the middle of that. Um, And they're saying, what's more important, art or the right to have a healthy and sustainable food system? And they were climate activists, um, and they're from a group called Food Response, and they said that this is their thing. They want to highlight the need to protect the environment, but what a, what a 
What an effort to go through just to but throw some pumpkin soup. A couple things. If you see the... Okay, go ahead. Well, go. first of all, the, the, the Mona Lisa's got a nice piece of protective glass over it. Oh, so yeah, and they, it's super tiny, and you've got the glass, so it's really hard to even see it so or get close they, to They it. picked the wrong piece of art to try to destroy. There's totally. so many pieces of art before that that they could have actually destroyed. Yeah, take that chick with one arm. She's already missing one arm. Not the, the other one. The dude with the small D. Yeah, take yeah, that guy. Or the other dude with the small D. But yeah. the reality is that these people that want to go ahead and protest food waste are the biggest wasters of food I know because they're taking perfectly good pumpkin soup <laughs> and they're pouring it all over the uh, these, uh, these things. I mean, if you're going to throw a soup, though, I mean, throw the yeah, pumpkin. Yeah, I get it. It's the worst soup, but still, <laughs> eat it and stop bitching about not the... Uh... <laughs> Jake's licking the Mona Lisa <laughs> right <laughs> now. <laughs> this is the world-famous K-Rock. All right, good morning. Welcome to K-Rock. Just after 8 o'clock on a Monday morning, uh, this hour. Crystal Hefner will be on with us. She's going to be at the Grove doing a book signing tomorrow night. Uh, she's got a book about her time at the Playboy Mansion. We overlapped there a little bit when I was working at Playboy and she was there. I I will be open to this conversation, but I'm, in general, not happy about all of these tell-alls that come out after the fact where people talk about the mansion was nothing more than a place where Hef wanted to be around beautiful young women and we had to play by his rules. And it was like... Well, yeah. Everyone seems to have known that from the outside world. Like, we all saw that happening. And I don't know how you didn't see that. And now, after the fact, I just... Yeah, but some of the inner workings, I would imagine. Uh, look, it's complicated. I will you know? go into it with an open mind. I'm not going to victim shame here. But I am interested to hear what she thinks about it because I was at the mansion, saw a lot of these women that were all literally fighting to try to be Hef's girlfriends on a daily basis. And Including they didn't have you. a clip from you in the mansion. Milk me? That was me every time I showed up. That's yeah. why they stopped letting and me you in. you said, Dude, please leave. <laughs> they said, please leave. Uh, so we'll get to that later this hour. Uh, Crystal Hefner's making the round, so she'll be on with us. We'll get into, I guess the announcement just dropped, so here we go, Allie. Paley Fest, L.A., it's back. In person, Dolby Theater, April 12th to the 20th. And these are some of our favorite shows. Cast this year from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Nice. Family Guy. Woo! We got uh, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Nice. Loki. Love it. And The Morning Show. Uh, of course, they got other ones like Young Sheldon, etc. But we'll be getting you The Last Airbender, Avatar. We got tickets to get you into some of these panels. If you're into this sort of thing and you're a big fan of these shows, you get to sit there with the cast. You may even get to do some Q&A stuff. Um, so we will get you in. As well, every day this week, we'll get you into the panel of another show uh, at Paley Fest. All right, let's get into it right now with some 41, and then we will get into the hour that we have in store for you. Lots going on, and also less than one hour to go until we give away the first spot on the standby boarding list to go to London and see Death Cab and the Postal Service. It's part of K-Rock World Tour 2024. If you need us, we're here for you, 800-520-1067. This is Klein Alley Show, K-Rock. You know when you think you know someone, like you really think, I know this person, I can trust this person, this person's my, this person's ride or die, right? Like I can count yeah, on them all. It's got my back. And then they lie to you and you catch them in a lie and you think, maybe I don't know this person at all. Maybe everything I thought I knew about this person. And what else have they lied about? It, right. Because I used to take this person at their word. For me, that person was Vanessa. <gasps> I knew it. You knew that what you were that a big you liar? were talking about me. <laughs> I was oh, hyping man. you up, Clyde. Vanessa, I was so listen uh, on Friday night. First of all, Vanessa, you did terrible on the football picks this weekend. You went zero for two. You got both games wrong. Yeah, I know. I well, know. you and should feel very happy about that. I, for me, I feel relieved because now there's no. Unfortunately, unless somehow the Super Bowl turns into a three-game affair, 
there is no way you can come back. <laughs> and even though it's sad how close this is. I think that if I predict who wins the Super Bowl, and no matter what points I have, she wins. That's, yeah, that's May- a, I agree. the ultimate win. Maybe I would have been okay with that up until what <laughs> happened on Friday night. Because Vanessa and I ended up seeing each other out on Friday night at the Troubadour for an event that was going on there. Uh, our friends in uh, Wolves of Glendale had an album release party. They had such a good time on with us on the show and doing the Comic-Con stuff with us that they said, if you guys want to come out um, and come to the show, they invited us all to the show. And then right before the show, they said, uh, would you want to go intro us on stage? You know, we've done that before for other bands. So no no harm, no foul. Easy peasy. Go up there. Blah, blah, blah. Wolves of Glendale. Here we go. And then they added some uh, comedian from Saturday Night Live. Melissa Villasenor came out oh, there. And, cool. did, and she was real funny. And so it oh, became, she's great. And became kind of a bigger thing. And they also said, and, and you know, not to pat ourselves on the back because it's not our thing, but they said that they, uh, they put the tickets on sale. They weren't moving. They came on our show. And then the thing sold out like right away. Really? Well, they were really funny on they the were show. Great. You and know, I mean, that's the benefit, right? Is you go and you show everybody how funny you are, yeah. and that's exactly what they did. And I think they By are. By the way, uh, it's been a long. T- oh, sorry, sorry. No, they're just, I, I they're just, just so good. Say, they're so good. So long. good. And it's been a long time for me to like you know discover one of these bands where they actually weren't like douchebags, and you know they weren't like they're like generally funny. You know what I mean? And they know what they're doing. It's really refreshing. Yeah. yeah and I had never seen them perform live before outside of our Comic Con thing, so uh, I didn't know what was going to go on. And they do a whole show. It's not just their songs. It's a whole. They've got little things they do with each other. It's very funny. They stuff with the crowd. I don't want to give stuff away. If you ever have a chance to see them live again, you should go see them live. Anyway, long and short, the whole thing was great. So we're at the Troubadour. I go. I do some intro stuff. I tell some dumb jokes. Whatever. Did you I do s- this? Yeah. Of course. Got to get the crowd hyped up. <laughs> That's what you There's do. no better way to get the crowd hyped up than that. <laughs> they so got to start somewhere. At the end of the whole night, it's over. Place is kind of clearing out. And by the way, they had some, like, I was actually surprised. They had some big uh, celebrities in their fan base, like uh, uh, Kyle Gass of Tenacious D was there. Oh, cool. Uh, the, the the radio legend known as Dr. Demento, the man Dude, who discovered Weird Al, was there. I sent Omar a picture. I said to Omar. So jealous. I said, Omar, you're the only person I know that would even care about this picture. So I sent it yeah. to Omar. Right away, he goes back, Demento! Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. I feel like Bean would have liked that picture, too. That's totally, probably yeah. it. You and Bean. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, I sent, uh, at the end of the whole show, uh, the the place is almost empty now. You know how concert venue is after everyone's pretty much left. They yeah. start smelling the cleaning supplies and everything. And I hear, Klein, Klein. <laughs> and I look, and there is uh, Vanessa. Mrs. Demento. No, it's, it's, it's <laughs> Vanessa standing. And I and I go, oh, Vanessa, I didn't know you, you were here. So I go up. Did and you I, say it back to her in an accent? I, oh, Vanessa, <laughs> it's like nice that. to see you. So I run over. I run. I never moved so fast in my life. I go down a staircase. I run to Vanessa, give her a big hug. Vanessa's with a friend. I said, Vanessa, so good to see you. I didn't know you were out here tonight. It's so great you're here. She goes, oh, yeah, it was fun. And she goes, I'm so sorry. I missed your whole intro. And I said, oh, Vanessa, really? It's too bad. We gave K-Rock a lot of love, and it was a good time. And then she goes, well, I heard it all. I just didn't see it. I was in the back, and I'm very short, and there was a crowd. And she is very short. That's true. What are you, 4'10 mm-hmm. four, four or something? 4'11. Four 4'11. Eleven. Four eleven. God, <laughs> he was you. so not that, much, that, that was, far off. Nailed it. I, I, I was, was way farther off. I was trying to exaggerate lower, and I almost <laughs> nailed it. You know, short people know short people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like one climb. Mm-hmm. So uh, she goes, but I heard it, and it was really funny. And I said, great. Thank you, Vanessa. Which part did you like? Oh, you pressed her on it. Okay. And then she looks at me and she goes, Okay, I'm lying. <laughs> I saw nothing and heard nothing. 
Right, Vanessa. So you, what happened, this Vanessa? This is true. Well, he was just so hyped that I was like, yeah, you did so good. And then he was like, and did you see the comedian? And I was like, I cannot keep up with this lie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I was late, so I didn't see you. Yeah, I asked her like one follow up, and she crumbled. The whole thing crumbled. But Klein, when at the end when they were saying thank you to everyone, they're like thank you to Klein, and I was like yes, Klein. I don't know if you heard me, but I hyped you up. No, I didn't hear you. I, but all I know is you're a lion liar now, and I don't know if I can trust anything you say anymore because you really it was like too right in my eyes. She looked in my eyes, Allie, and said. Oh, yeah, well, I heard it. I just didn't see it. Yeah. You know? and, and then I was like, oh, did you see the comedian? Because she was great, too. Okay, you got me. <laughs> you got, you <laughs> the whole got thing, me red-handed. Yeah, she's like, the whole thing crumbled. And, Vanessa, did you decide ahead of time that when you saw Klein, you were going to lie? Or when he said hi, you realized in that moment, like, I'm going to make something up? I don't know. It just happened. Because I mean, I've been like that, too, where you, like, you're in the moment, you're like, okay, I'm just going to say this. And you don't realize how involved that becomes. And yeah. then you realize, like, this wasn't worth it. Sometimes I'm just going to get out early. I'm too exhausted to go through the story yeah. anymore. Like, it's late at night. I've been drinking. Uh, but by the way, it's really interesting when you see work people, like whoever it is, wherever you do for a job, and you see them, like, and they're going out. Like, mm -hmm. it's a whole different thing. Oh, almost. yeah, you're, like, meeting another person. Yeah, it's wild. Like, I, I thought that we talked to Vanessa every effing day for hours on end. I know, but Vanessa dressed up and going, ready to go out. Going out, Vanessa, is totally beautiful. different Vanessa. She yeah. lies a lot more going out, Vanessa. <laughs> That's what I like. <laughs> Julie Peppers on K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. Before I was here at K-Rock, some people know this, some people don't. I spent um, eight years at Playboy. I was the ugliest playmate in the history of Playboy. I think, you, I think you got the least action out of anybody who's ever worked at Playboy. I think that's very true. Hef was smart. He hired ugly people around him. See, I didn't realize the genius of Hef. He hired ugly guys around him, so he looked even better. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, so I got hired pretty quickly. <laughs> this guy needs to be around yeah. me. Did you have it was just a headshot yeah. and no resume? I actually met Allie, uh, interestingly enough. You know, Allie and I have now known each other almost 10 years, but Allie and I met randomly in the halls of Playboy. She was sweeping the halls, <laughs> and I was. Um, <laughs> it was hard to vacuum there. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of stickiness. Yeah. And uh, I said, hey, what are you doing here? You look like me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 when the first time uh, I went to Playboy, it was based on like a sketch video I had done, and they were like, Wear what you wore in the video. And I was like, kind of making fun of Playmates. So I was dressed in a very scantily clad yeah, outfit. Very strange. But looking. I was in the elevator and filling out paperwork just like all the other Playmates that so were funny. there. Yeah, they think, I And think, they were like, Are you, have you shot with them before? And I'm like, What? Yeah. <laughs> it's really, Wait, I, is this when you were like 3,000 pounds? Yes. No, was it at, was not 3,000. No, I was midway there. You were at your heaviest, though. <laughs> no, I gained wait after I got the job at Live oh. oh, you did? Well, here's the thing about, the, it was interesting, is that Allie was auditioning to be to do comedy for Playboy, yeah. and somehow they got her her paperwork confused, and she ended up in a casting call with all of the aspiring well, Playmates. Well, they were like, no way, are you this serious? is the process we yeah. go through with it, everybody. Yeah. I was like, what? And it's, then I went, to, I was led to a room that had no toilet and a shower. Yep. And I was like, what I am I room. supposed to do in this room? What? We all know. Are you then, serious? Yep, and then they That's led so me weird. out of that room to a photo shoot area where they then took pictures of me. Allie's the only woman. And I was woman. like, guys, and I you just went along with yeah, it? Yeah, I was like, I don't think this is what's supposed <laughs> to happen. Allie's the only one that was I'm here for the radio that, part. That, that went to the shower room and ate lasagna. It's the yeah. only time it's ever happened. So anyway, uh, Crystal Hefner, as you know, um, married Hef, and, he, and she was his wife when Hef died. Uh, and I have fond memories of my time at Playboy, so I'm a little, like, uh, I always get weirded out when these, you know, tell-alls come out and they kind of... 
after the fact. Disparage right? stuff that at the time... You have questions you want. Well, I'd, look, I looked at it from a certain way, and I seemed like everyone knew what was going on there, and it didn't seem like there were a lot of secrets, and now it's all this... Soli- Can you believe this man at a mansion and all these young women, he had sex with them, and then they had to uh, have curfews, and they had to do all these things? It's like, yeah, I... I feel like I always knew. I didn't think any of that was hidden information. Well, I will say about but, about Hugh Hefner specifically, there are a lot of guys in Hollywood and otherwise that have these kinds of tendencies but will hide them and, and, and then portray this image of like being this loving husband and father and whatever and then it turns out that secretly they are, you know, dominating and, and, and power hungry and da-da-da-da. Hugh Hefner, I felt like, was very transparent about who he was from the beginning. That's what I thought. And that's the difference, right? So, anyway, we'll find out what we're wrong about, what we're right about. Crystal Hefner will be on with us after Cranberries, and she'll break it down. The book is apparently uh, releasing a lot of salacious, Vanessa loves it, salacious secrets. But I think about, like, any relationship, Allie, that you're in, not famous people, let's just say. If you were to write a book and it was going to be all of the worst things about all of your exes, couldn't you come up with a pretty damn good book just by those stories alone? Yeah, no one would know who they were, so they wouldn't buy I the mean, book yeah, and wouldn't no read it. I mean, yeah, no one would buy my book. Right, but, but still, like, you I could, think they'd buy a picture book. It'd be pretty good. Yeah, that would do great. <laughs> Especially if you put in that picture of you in the Escantily uh, class. Uh, cl- I'd have to take up two or three pages for that one. So, uh, Crystal Hefner will be on our airwaves next, and uh, things will get downright steamy. After Cranberries, right here, Kayla. She's a playmate. She is the widow of Hugh Hefner. She's now an author. Book's selling very well. And a former co-worker of mine, Crystal Hefner, on, play, on uh, K-Rock. Hello. Yeah, you got started with Playboy. That's very interesting. Yeah, you know, it's weird because I know you're doing a lot of interviews to promote the book. And the one probably difference now is that, you know, I did work there from 2006 to 2014. And you'd been to the mansion many times. A bunch of times. And I felt like even though I was an insider, I was never at the insider at the level where obviously Crystal was. Hefner never married me. But from what I saw there, and now seeing people that are coming out with books and tell-alls about what really went on behind the doors of the mansion, it felt like every woman I ever met there was thrilled to be there, knew what they were getting into, knew what the deal quote was, and still chose that style of life. So I can't figure this out. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like the the lifestyle was easy to get swept up into, and so after I left the mansion and had therapy for like five years trying to understand why I was there in the first place, and um, yeah, I realized the place kind of messed me up more than I thought it did. Like, okay, I just need to need to tell the truth, and by that time, like Me Too had happened, and you know, I was learning different terms that I didn't have before, like boundaries, and like realizing, okay, like things were hard and I need to talk about it because Hef controlled the narrative for for so long and I think it's important for other voices to come out of that place. I always looked at Hef as a guy that I actually worked for as well as genuinely he was a romantic guy, right? I mean, your book does have some damning stories in there but Hef did have some good qualities as well. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. He definitely had good qualities but I wouldn't say he's romantic. Um, I don't think there's any romance about you know, having to have group sex with a bunch of women, for sure. Crystal Hefner is on our phone right now. She was married to Hef. Now she's got a book out all about the experience that went on behind the scenes at the Playboy Mansion called Only Say Good Things, which is what Hef had said to you when he passed. Please only say good things. Of course, your book has good things, also bad things as well. And you get into some pretty explicit details about what the sexual situation was like at Playboy. When I worked there, the number one question people would ask me, and I got this question probably 10,000 times, is Hef really still having sex with all these women? And you 
you said for you, it felt like he was trying to relive the glory days, but he didn't really want to necessarily be there. Yeah, yeah. I feel like those kind of free love days were a little bit over by by that point. And he, yeah, I think he was trying to just stay being uh, the man and, you know, what everyone expected of him for, for right, so long. Right. Well, you talk in the book about how you had to have a curfew, right? You couldn't be home past 6 p.m. And, you know, you were had very high standards of what you were supposed to look like. And while that was going on, I mean, you were with Hef for a long time. Was there something in the back of your mind that knew this was not good for you emotionally? People who don't know you and don't know the story can be like, if there was this stuff going on, why didn't you leave? Which I know is a question that a lot of women get, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. And, you know, it was very catty and competitive when I was there. And so when, when Hef would tell me things like, you know, fix your roots, wear a more colorful shirt, wear the flag, the Playboy bunny, and, or you're, you know, tone up, you're, get, you're gaining weight. When he would tell me things like that, initially I would be like, oh, you know, he's right. I can do better. I can, I can be better at this. And um, that was kind of my mindset. Hmm. But looking back, I'm like, wow, it was you know, emotionally abusive. But this book is published as your name, Crystal Hefner. That is your name. You did not make a decision to to change that last name. Is that something that you're going to do or... Yeah, absolutely, and it's something that, that I'm, I'm going to do. What about some of the other girlfriends and wives that have had? Have you spoken to them, and are they interested in kind of sounding off on some of this stuff, too? Yeah, so um, I know Kendra's been recently speaking uh, to media, saying that, you know, the place you know, was messed her up, and I spoke to the Shannon twins, and they were there when they were about 19 years old, and, you know, they're having a hard time. So I'm hoping to just talk with everyone. I hope we can all be friends, because it was a an experience, experience that, you know, will never be repeated. There's a couple times I got into trouble at the mansion, and all of them were when I was trying to do good things. Like, uh, when Hef was dating the oh. twins, I brought him twin mice um, because I thought that he loved animals. And uh, the twin mice, I didn't realize one of them was pregnant and gave a litter, and then there was a mice problem at the mansion that I was responsible for. Oh my God, really? And then the next year, I brought half a bird, because he loved birds, but I went and stopped at Petco and got like a cheap bird, and he has like really nice birds, you know? And the bird apparently had like bird flu or something. (gasps) Stop! And and Elaine, his photographer, uh, had to basically take care of the bird. And these are all people I know that you know very well, because Hef was very loyal to the people he worked with. And a lot of these people were, were really good people, and this is why I am in a weird place here, because I always felt very uh, proud when I did work at Playboy. And I'm sure you did when you were Playmate, I'm sure you felt that way as well. Maybe I need therapy to go through my life, etc. And when I hear <laughs> after the fact people that, you know, are coming clean now with stories that are, you know, I don't say bad mouthing, disparaging. I mean, these are happening. This is how you saw it. But for everyone who experienced it, it was still a damn good time. And I got to imagine if you had the choice of never showing up and never getting involved in Playboy or doing what you did and now being here today to talk about it, you would have picked the latter. Um, I think, I, I don't know. Like, I think I have a good story. Like, I, I, I don't regret my choices in life. Like, I think, you know, everything happens for a reason. But, um, yeah, looking back, I think it was much harder. You know, when, when people can go in and out and just enjoy a party and they get to go home, it, it, I think it's a whole different experience than living there and being completely controlled by half. Yeah, I wanted to sure. spend the night. They always told me to leave. They said, get the hell out of there. I never got to stay. <laughs> yeah. But, like, Crystal, would you like yeah, to see yeah. it live on? Or do you, like, obviously you have good and bad memories in that place. Is that a place you want to just turn into, like, a giant Chipotle someday? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't, um, people were talking about, oh, let's let's have it be a Graceland. But, you know, a lot of the neighbors there wouldn't wouldn't allow for that. But, yeah, someone bought it, and they're remodeling it. Um, you know, by the time I left, it was 
riddled with mold and, and so mice, I, apparently. I yeah, and mice because of me. Oh, That's my mice. fault. That was my fault right there. <laughs> Allie, there's a crazy stories in here. Celebrity sex tapes that apparently exist that we don't even know about Damn. that took place at the mansion. Crystal, you saw some of them or no? I did not see them. They were all thrown into the ocean when sex tapes started coming out, but I did ask Hef about them and he said, yeah, they would record and... They got thrown into the ocean? Actually, is, that, is that literal? Yeah, uh, Joe Piastro, his head of security. Oh, I'm not love sure Joe. You know him. Love Joe. He's he the best. He R.I.P. Joe. He was the <laughs> best, yeah. I sat with him uh, yeah. at, his, at his bed like a few days before he passed, but he was a main security oh guy gosh. for a long time. Yeah, I love Joe. Yeah. One of the best. There's so he literally said, I'm going to go take these to the ocean and throw them in there? Yeah, I have asked him to. So Joe went out on a boat and threw all the tapes in the ocean. Man, so, so you can somewhere. probably find those if they look hard enough. <laughs> uh, that's right. That's right. And knowing Joe, he probably shot him a few times too <laughs> before he threw him in the ocean. I have yeah. a feeling. Crystal, is there anything you'd yeah. want, you want to say in a positive? Obviously, you go through the good, the bad, and you named your book after the one request that Hef had made, which is only say good things. But is there one yeah. positive thing you'd like to say from all of the Playboy stuff you did, uh, either or, or Hef as a person or Playboy as the kind of iconic brand um i think i'm just you know grateful for the friendships i made there the few friendships and you know it's nice just to, just to be able to talk to people that had been there just just like our conversation it, it's cool it's it's some a uh, moment in time that will never be recreated so it's, it's very interesting crystal hefner the book is called only say good things you got all that sex stuff you'd want to hear about from the playboy mansion also those sad moments like uh, when hef sat and said his final words to you before he passed yeah, yeah. Um, when he was just getting more sick and um, he had to have a bunch of IVs, we were trying to help him and save his life. But, you know, I asked him, you know, are you okay? And he said, I'm okay. And then that was the last words. He yeah. slipped out of consciousness after that. Yeah, man. Wow. Well, I beat him and back him in one time. So. Well, there you go. Really? Is yeah. that going to be your last wow. words? Uh, that's my last words. Those will be my last words. Uh, <laughs> To be fair, Thank he, you, he, to be fair, he got up in the middle and left. He didn't want to play with me, but I still I took it as a victory. And uh, thanks for hanging out on K Rock. Thank you so much. On the world, I know the Super Bowl's been set. Outside of that, not sure what else is going on. If you're excited that the 49ers made it to the Super Bowl oh. because you do not like uh, the Chiefs or you're sick of the Chiefs or you find it's like it feels like for me, my entire life, I got to watch the Patriots win everything every year, and then finally when the Patriots started sucking, now I've got to watch the Chiefs win everything every year. I know, and it's so frustrating. And it's the same feelings I. I had at the time where it's like, oh man, that guy's amazing. God, I'm so sick of them. God, it actually kind of makes me miss Tom Brady. In a weird way, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't like him I either. Know. I was it's... always so annoyed by him. But apparently other stuff has happened as well, so let's break it all down right now. Stuff going on in the world with your ADD news. Then we get you on that standby boarding list so you can travel to London and see Death Cab and the Postal Service. Plus, we'll give you tickets to see them right here at the Just Announced Just Like Heaven Festival. That's all coming up this morning. Grab your Adderall. It's time for... Uh, wait. Where's my Adderall? Uh, hey, get back here! No! Right, well, I just wanted to start this off by saying congratulations, Los Angeles. You have made yet another list. And I would argue this is the best and most important list to be on. Because, and I think you would agree, Klein, this is the clearest sign that you live in a town that is fun and cool. L.A. has been named in the top gayest cities in America list. It came in at number seven, so top ten ain't bad. Other cities on the list included San Francisco at number one, Palm Springs at number three, and Fire Island, New York. 
which well, I feel like just writes itself. Palm Springs. What's the criteria that uh, they're judging this on? Most glory holes, that's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was All funny right. because when this news came out, at the around the same time there was like this breaking news report about the bomb squad showing up in West Hollywood because there was a suspicious package. And I was like, ah, we always love to celebrate. <laughs> I was like, a suspicious package in WeHo, right? When this comes out? So I mean, funny. it's beautiful. My my wife was driving my kids around this weekend and she there was a road closure or whatever. So she ended up driving right down that strip of Santa Monica Boulevard with all like the, all the know, shirtless all, guys. All the bars. And my kids would not get over what they saw. They came home, and a five-year-old's like, and the guy had a dollar bill taped all over his body, and no, he's wearing his underwear. Did you forget his pants? It's always a party down there. It's always, always a party. He doesn't, it's she doesn't awesome. have to talk like them, Clyde. Well, she, she developed the accent I, just by driving by. She has gay voice now. I, I don't know. know what happened. But that's the thing is that it is, you've even told me, when you li- when you move to a new city, Go to where the gays are. Yes. Because it's going to be clean. It's going to be fun. And yeah. it's going to be well ma- Everything's going to be well maintained. Right. Actually, crime for the most part. I know there's a little... When, but sometimes, you know, it's good for crime. Yeah. When I moved to L.A., there was some two different people gave me this advice. Straight people that said, listen, go to West Hollywood. Uh, there's, it, listen, you're going to say a lot of gay bars. So it's going to hit your butt. But this is where you want to be. It's, it's like the Pantages said. Go to it's the- going to slap you in the face a couple of times. <laughs> We're at the Pantages. <laughs> and now, uh, now I've learned how to, now this is how I communicate with the locals. Yeah, this is how we got on the list. This is how I did it. Because of Fine Hey, we keep moving up. By next we year, we'll Not in the fit. top ten last year, but this year, some Pantages drops. Hey, I've never been to the Pantages before. Forever. I go to Pantages. Now we're top gas cities. Good job. <laughs> All right. You know, you hear those stories about people being stuck on roller coasters in the mi- in midair, and you're like, oh my God, that's so terrifying. That uh, would be so fun. horrible. And fun. But yeah, fun. Fun for a little bit. But when you're stuck upside down for like six hours, that's not good. And uh, But I want to know if you think this is more terrifying, because I think this brings up the question of like, where's the worst place to be stranded? This woman went to Heavenly Resort in Tahoe, ski resort. She was, um, it was at the end of the day. She was too tired to go down the mountain by skiing or snowboarding, so she decided to take the gondola down. You know, gondola of shame. It happens to the best of us. And it was late. It was around 5 p.m. when the place was closing. This story's crazy. So she... Get, she tells a person, I want to go down on the gondola. They put her on it. And then two minutes in, the gondola stops and everyone goes home for the day. And she's just there on the gondola all night long, suspended in air on a snowy, cold-ass mountain. No phone? No phone. And, and I couldn't remember if she didn't have a phone with her or if she had a phone and had no reception. <clears throat> and she had no light. She said she had no way of seeing anything. So she was like in pitch black. And she said she lost her voice from screaming so much just because she was like, okay, all I've got is my voice. If I scream loud enough, some worker or somebody has got to hear me. And when it initially broke down, she thought, oh, I'm just going to be moving in five minutes you know, like right. that happens all right. the time on a gondola. But then after like an hour, she's like, hold on a minute. This isn't going anywhere. And then it just gets dark and dark and everyone <laughs> goes home. And I feel like a lot of the people that work at ski resorts are really cool. But they're all like, hey, what's up? Yeah, well, well, and, gotta, and I feel like at the end leave. of the day, they're it's, like right, done. so done. Yeah, they're like ready to f- smoke a blunt. A final gondola check. There's a scary movie that came out. And all of people saw it's called Frozen, I think. And it's about this exact same. This, I saw are this movie. Are talking about the movie Frozen? Not the... There, well, maybe there was another Ooh. movie. With Anna called, and Elsa? No, not, not that one. 
There's these two sisters, you see, and, and it one gets of really them has cold. To let it go. No, a guy gets stuck on, on a, a couple uh, friends get stuck on a chairlift, and the place shuts down. And they're sitting on the chairlift, and they basically have to decide: do they? They're either going to freeze to death up on the chairlift, or they have to jump down. There's wolves underneath them, circling and wow. everything like that. So there's another hmm. movie called Frozen. I That's think it's that? called. Maybe it's not called that, but I feel like it's. <laughs> well, somebody made that. Sure it's not called that. Got that mixed up and I, was like, "Finally, kids, we're going to watch Jake, Frozen." Jake, look it up. I think it's called Frozen. <laughs> the kids are oh horrified. <laughs> <laughs> They're eating bodies. each other. I'm telling you right now. Look up this movie. Uh, got, get stuck in a, a, a ski lift, and then they have to jump down. Their leg breaks, and they jump down, and the wolves eat them. For the first time in forever. Yeah, that, that whole thing happens. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. This is real. Um, you know, people order, obviously, food delivery all it the time. It is Frozen. Thank it you, is? Jake. Wow. Look, called Frozen, right? Came read, out in 2010. Read the description. Uh, Frozen is a tale to make the blood run cold. Three snowboarders are trapped on a ski lift as they're heading up to the mountain. Uh, Joe and Parker manage to get off the lift, but their good luck turns to terror when the chairs suddenly stop. Boom! Ruggie boogie. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. <laughs> That's great. Into the unknown. I can't believe <laughs> <laughs> That's one um, of the wolves named Olaf? Yep, that's right. You know <laughs> I'm going to eat you, sorry. Um, so, obviously, a lot of people order food delivery these days more than ever before. And every once in a while, you may run into a snafu where your DoorDash order never arrives. Or maybe the, the person ate some of your order. And I have not heard this one yet. Um, apparently, the DoorDash delivery driver was en route and about to deliver some food to somebody's house. And I'm not sure why, but they got they got into an accident and then they found out that he... Or no, he didn't get into an accident. I'm sorry. He got arrested on the way there. So, of course, the food still needed to reach its destination. For So, the cop personally delivered the order and here's what that sounded like. Oh, my God. No, you got arrested, but we wanted to make sure you got your food. So you guys have a good night. You guys are amazing. Thank you. That's amazing. So then do you leave a tip for the... Da I mean, you have to leave a tip for the Dasher through the app, you know, but how do you just say no tip? This is where I'm saying when you tip before the order is complete. Right. You don't know. You don't know. Right. And then you want to tip the police officer. And then is that weird to tip a police officer? Nope. It's called a bribe, but that's cool. I think they're cool with it. They They're like, now it. I'm going to arrest you. Let's get into a brand new hour of the show right now by making you a big fat winner. This is the world-famous K-Rock. All right, call it 20. Let's go. We got a brand new blank standby boarding list right now. We'd love to put your name right on top of it so that you can travel to London and see the just announced destination number four, K-Rock World Tour. This time it is the Postal Service and Death Cab. That'll be happening in London, and we will get you on that uh, guest list, uh, standby boarding list, and give you tickets to see that show right here. You get to go to the Just Like Heaven Festival, so you got tickets for that. By the way, stacked lineup. Postmaster Johnny says maybe the best lineup he's ever seen put together for a festival ever. He's so excited. And uh, we'll get you on that, get you into the local show, of course, and then put you on the standby list and see them again in London. If you're new to the show, hi. What's up? Nice to meet you. I'm Klein. There's Allie. Hi. Jake the Nerd back there. You got DJ Omar Khan. Hello. The original audio sniper. Uh, Postmaster Chachi. Johnny is back there taking your calls. And Vanessa the Liar is there as well. Yeah. So if you need <laughs> us, we are here for you. It's going to be difficult to get through right now. Later this hour, we'll get into a little round of where'd you go, how far'd you go. Uh, other stuff that's going on in the world that will break down as well. And the second we're done with this one from Nirvana, we will pick up Caller 20 and deliver the good news. Hopefully it's you. Keep trying. If you can't get through, just keep on trying. 800-520-1067. Okay, Rock, hello? Hello? Hello, hi. Who, who are you? 
Hello, this is Emily. I'm calling from Claremont with my fiance here too. <laughs> Whoa, your fiance sounds like a baby. He, he, yes, he is really, really pumped. This is like his favorite band, so he's super, super hoping we won. Uh, here's the good news, Emily. You're caller twenty. Oh no way! Thank you so much. <laughs> he's so excited. I feel like he's chained to, to a radiator or something. Can you put oh, him on the phone? God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, let me put it on speaker. Oh, here he is. Sweet Divots. Hey, Bye Sweet Divots. Do you need help? Woo. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Someone check on that man. Do like a wellness check or something. I think he's like, help! Yeah, I can't tell if he's celebrating or he's injured. I'm blinking twice. Emily? Are you feeding him? Sorry, can you say that again? Yeah, hello? Hello, yes, I'm here. Okay, is he, is he okay? He is okay, yes. He's he's recovered. He's still a little jittery, but he's all right. All right, all so right. we can call in a wellness check. Yes, yes, yes. Hold on yes. one second. They'll give you all the details you need. You're going to go see uh, Death Cab and Postal Service at the Just Like Heaven Festival, and you'll potentially go see them again in London. Hopefully, we get to call you back in a week and give you the good news. Do you think that guy thinks he's already going to London? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if he knows what's going on. Like, why is he so happy? I know yeah. it's exciting. Yeah, but it. But I couldn't. I wanted to have a conversation with the guy. And I feel like <laughs> she's like, you said your word. You gave your sweet tip. He's fine. Get back in your hole. Don't talk to him. Do you, um, I feel like it's a weird thing that's definitely a shift in, in me because I used to, on the weekends, I would get super excited about, like, there's one thing I really want to do. Like, oh, this weekend I've got this thing going on. I'm really excited about it. I always think it's important to have at least, even if you're doing a weekend, low-key weekend where you don't have a lot going on, you should have one thing that you're kind of at least excited about. Maybe it's a food you're going to get or, you know, someone you're going to see. But it's always good to have, like, a thing just because I think it makes the week go by better when you have a thing to look forward to. Yeah. I have a... um. I put a lot of pressure on myself to, like, I think the most important night of the week for sleep. I want to get a good sleep on Saturday night. It's all I care about. Oh, for me, it's Friday. Oh, you have that too, though? Mm -hmm. You put a pressure on yourself? Like, I want to, I want this to be, like, I don't get... Well, it's not pressure, but it's the, sl the night's sleep that I value the most that I think is going to set me up for a great weekend. It's Friday. It's Friday, uh, and I don't nap that much, but I will try and take a nap Friday. Then I'll stay up late on Friday night and know that I can sleep in on Saturday morning. So that is your thing. And if anything screws that up, you, you kind of have that whole, well, that's it. That was the one. That was the one good sleep. Because, like, the reality is we, we see these stats every day. We're all sleep-deprived, except mm -hmm. for Jake, who and takes he, multiple naps a day. Right. Yeah, it is important. Everyone else is sleep-deprived, and that sleep is the thing that is the is the most important thing above gym, eating healthy, all that stuff that's, like, hard to do that, you know, we all try to do and spend a lot of money on or whatever. The thing that we're not doing is getting that REM sleep. That's, like, the key thing to everything. Well, and they say that there's no way to catch up on the sleep. Can't that's catch what pisses up. me off. Right. You lose it, you're done. And if you, I saw something the other day that said, if you don't sleep good, if you're not getting your, whatever, eight hours a day, whatever you're supposed to get, which is some crazy number. Because, Omar, you're averaging about four, right? Four to five, yeah. Four to five, yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah, they say, like, for every year you do that, you're, you're supposedly aging 10 years. Huh. So I think about that. So for every year... That you're not getting the, the sleep you're supposed to get. Now, meanwhile... Omar's almost dead. Yeah, that's yeah right. he's like the crypt <laughs> Omar, yeah. the clock is ticking, my friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've, you've been so doing Jake this for So Jake is supposed to look great? So, well, Jake... <laughs> I do. Jake actually... I'm a pretty lady. Here's the thing about Jake. I looked at his driver's license picture from 20 years ago. And you can't looked, see his boobs in that. No, his boobs got better, for sure. <laughs> Definitely better. But he looks in the face and everything... 
almost identical. Really? Because he's getting all this sleep. And by the way, you think about all of our lives, it's stress and this. Jake is kind of like, even though he you know, eats garbage and stuff, he's pretty like stress-free kind of guy. He doesn't really think about stuff. Well, that's because Jake found the things that he likes early. And he just wants to make sure that he's always surrounded by the things that said he likes. His dog, more, beer, good sleep, burger, But I think it's nap. the sleep thing. I think the sleep thing is the big part of it. Because I think that with Jake and his little sleep, because he's getting... How many hours a day do you get? Add your naps with everything else. Are you getting 12 a day? Uh, I think 7 to 8. No, you're getting more than that. Do you, dude, you take four-hour naps in the middle of the day. Yeah, and then I sleep like uh, 4 or 3 at night. Yeah, he's like a... He, like, splits it up in two. Oh, that's probably not good either. So you're probably also going to die soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sweet but, release. But is that the only thing you're looking forward to on the weekend? Not the only thing, but I do put a lot of stock in the... Like, I will set up the plan. For me, to get the Saturday night sleep, I'll start thinking about, like, I want to I want to clock a nice, like, nine hours. Nine is amazing. Would be awesome. If you, I, if I get done nine, it, you, that, and that's my Friday, but I usually try and get nine hours of sleep, <laughs> and you, then I'm you, good. Have you ever done well, that? What time though? do your kids get up? Well, he gets up at six thirty, but Katie will get up with. That's him. why she built and that I'll rock sleep, box to lock him inside of, so she but, can sleep <laughs> in. He gets inside yeah, this rock he's box. He's trapped in the rock box. <laughs> yeah, play with this. Mm-hmm. How, but then you, the next on Sundays, I I get up with him. Have you ever been oh, able to it. get nine? Oh, so you split it? Yeah, we split it. Oh, on that's the interesting. That's good teamwork right there. Yeah, because she gets up with him every morning during the week, mm. and then she'll do it one more time on Saturday morning, so that Man. I get one day to sleep in, and then the next day. I'll take over. For That's Sunday. an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. The split. I never even thought about that. We're not doing it together. We we just both wake up angry. <laughs> that that's, sucks. That's our plan. Let's wake up angry again oh. tomorrow. And at look the same at you. Time. You look great. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, 714. You did hear me correctly. You in Vegas with the Killers at their uh, first show of their mini residency, Caesars. Another chance tomorrow. We had a guy that won today. Mike, congratulations. Enjoy your trip. Uh, tomorrow you'll have a shot. We also gave away a trip earlier this morning to go to Tokyo Alley to see Incubus. It was part of K-Rock, you know, World Tour 2024. Mm-hmm. And congratulations to, I forget her name, uh... Samara. Samara was a big winner this morning, and already she's receiving congratulatory messages and advice, Allie. Good morning, Klein and Allie. I just wanted to congratulate the winner on going to Tokyo, and that the one phrase in Japanese that I know is, uh, Watashi wa neko desu, meow, which means, hello, I am a cat. Meow. So oh, there you go. Perfect. Already helping listeners, helping listeners is what it's all about around here. Greatly appreciate that. You can that. finally get around town now. That's all you need. You got that, a couple of bucks, and you're good to go. Yeah. Uh, there's people that were on dates this weekend, and we like to ask these people where they went, how far they went, but not before some other preliminary questions. Let's meet the data in this exciting round of where'd you go, how far'd you go. Hit it. Where'd you go? How far'd you go? Did you guys go play bingo? Where'd you go? How far'd you go? Did you guys take a slow or no? Is this Rick? Yes. Rick, you were on a date? I was. All right, and you'll give us the brutally honest details when we get to that part of the uh, story? Absolutely. Okay, we start, though, with a few preliminary questions. It's always nice to meet people that went on dates. If you were on a first date or plan on going on a first date, uh, don't uh, leave us in the dark. Hit us up on the DMs or give us a call so we can include you in this exciting gambling. We, we call out uh, where'd you go, how far'd you go. All right, Rick, uh, where'd you meet the person you went on the date with? At a uh, cover, no doubt cover band show. Was it No oh. Duh? Yeah. Uh-huh. I like that band, No Duh. 
They have a really big audience. They do. They're, they're apparently good. really good. I've seen some of them. They're they going look- to be headlining Cover Coachella this year. No, <laughs> doubt. I can't wait for that. All right, Rick, uh, Ali and I will, uh, and, and Jake and Omar, we'll each get one question. You met this person on a at a No Doubt cover band show, and then you went on a date, and we will get to the where'd you go, how far'd you go part. But first, our questions. Go ahead. Um, okay, so when it comes to the Super Bowl, my question for you is, what do you care most about and least about? Is it you like the commercials, the halftime show? Are you there for Taylor Swift? Is it the actual game? What's your... Seven-layer dip. Yeah. Is it food? I mean, there's a million things to like and dislike. So give me a love and a hate. Um, love T-Swift. Um, hate that the Rams didn't make it. Mm. Uh-huh, okay. Mm. Fair enough. Interesting. Sports right. fan and a Swift fan. Jake the Nerd, what's your question for Rick as we try to figure out where did he go, how far did he go on the date based on his personality? Uh, Rick, when you go out to a bar, what is your drink order? A shot of Fireball and a Laguanitas. Oh, Whoa, that is fireball, so specific. Right out of the gate? That's how you start the night? Always. Man, I had a Fireball night. The last Fireball night I had, I was like, I'm never going to drink Fireball again, and I don't think I'm alone in that. I think everyone has a Fireball night, and then that's when they stop drinking it. But you, you're their consistent customer. Omar Khan, what is your question yeah. for this gentleman? Uh, Rick on the phone. It was on a first date this uh, most previous weekend, and we don't know what he did, where he went, how far he went, but we're going to try to figure it out. Yeah, Rick, I want to know how fast has it, uh, has it ever been where you met a person and you slept with the person? Was it a couple hours, a day, a week? Uh, like within minutes? I would say. What? Wait a minute. You're you've, kidding. You've met someone for the very first time, and within minutes you've been having sex with them? Yeah, there's apps for that. Nice. Whoa. What are the apps? Seven Layer Dip. You know, Ali. I know. Ali, do you know? Why do I know? Is this your wife's therapy app? (laughs) No. I'll book you a slot. Uh, We all know what that means. Tell me which app you're talking about. Oh, you uh, are you a grinder guy? Hold on one second. Uh, is Is this a date with a man or a woman? Men. Okay, oh. I can see that. I'm picking that up, Allie, because... Because of the Taylor Swift thing? No, I should have. <laughs> that should have been a red flag right there. But no, it's because uh, I think that the people that are having sex within minutes of meeting are two guys. Because they both yes. have the... That is the yes. number one goal two guys. and objective. Right. And guys have no, no need for any of this nonsense, foreplay, Sushi. get to know each other. It's all unnecessary stuff. This guy, or you can do all that after the sex. I get it, but I'm saying like that's I, I, I don't maybe I'm wrong, but I could not see a man meeting a woman and within three minutes of them first meeting for the first time. I mean that's such a one in a million. You would happens. be such a happy gay guy, Klein. You would, would your sex life would be so fulfilled. I know the problem is they're guys. That's I the know. one problem. Ugh, if only we could change that. Oh, <laughs> All right, Rick. My que- Rick, my question for you. Uh, pull that, Jake. Yeah, that totally. noise. <laughs> Rick, um, what is the the last relationship you were in? Real relationship was for how long? Was it a long term thing? A quick thing? Uh, I was married for about two or three years. Man or woman? Man. What's better, gay marriage or gay divorce? Let's be honest. <laughs> Gay divorce. Yeah, I agree. That's pretty great. I, agree. Yeah. I fight for your right for gay divorce. <laughs> I will be, I'll be on the front line for that one. All right, Allie, we've learned a little bit about this guy. He's uh, Rick, are you full gay? You bi? What's your deal? Full on homo. Full on homo. Have you ever been with a woman? <laughs> I have. 
And you just didn't like it, obviously? No, not my thing. Send her my way. <laughs> All right. Rick is a full-on homo. His words, not mine. He, uh, he's gay divorced. He met someone at a No Doubt cover band called No Duh. He um, has claimed in the past the quickest he went from meeting someone to having sex was minutes. Crazy. And his favorite drink is Fireball. And his favorite activity is ball. Mm. <laughs> so let's get to the questions, Hallie. Let's get to the guesses now. Where did he go? How far did he go on this date, this weekend with someone? Was it a man? Was it a woman? We don't even know. There's a lot of questions here. So I think that when you met at the No Duh concert, you already had sex at that concert. I think that once you met, you were vibing on each other, and it was just, hey, let's go to the bathroom and have sex or whatever. So this was your actual date date. And I think you guys did a daytime thing. It was Saturday, 11 o'clock. You did the bottomless mimosas. You did the brunch. And then because it was a beautiful day, you went for a walk. And then you had outdoor sex somewhere. Oh, my God. It was great weather. I'll say that. It's a perfect day for outdoor sex yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) That is so true. Uh, Omar Khan, you got a guess about where this guy went, how far he went on the date? Yeah, you know, this guy likes like live music. Uh, so I think they went to check out a band somewhere, uh, had a couple of drinks, and they went to Smashville. It's, it was it was nice. They get along. And, they, yeah, they boned all night. Everyone's saying the sex, obviously. Everyone's yeah. guessing sex happened. I mean, I guess it's got to be like... You don't think so? Well, yeah, I assume if two guys are meeting, and everyone knows what guys think, if two men are meeting on a date, why... Yes, I would yeah. assume sex is just Unless, happening right away. Yeah, fireball, do you? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, you're right. I guess I didn't think about that. Oh, man, that sounds fun. <laughs> All right, Jake, what's your guess? Yeah, man, this guy's a freak. Fireball's his favorite drink. They went out for drinks, and they had a three-way later. So it wasn't oh. just him. They had group sex, and it was hot. Wait, wait, and when they go out, it went to a bar, a restaurant? It went to a bar. Let's be honest. I don't want to be stereotypical here. So what are you I'm gonna, gonna do? Peck on the cheek? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah, I want to go the opposite of the group here because you guys all said full date, uh, full sex. They clearly went rollerblading. That's obvious. <laughs> and we're all our all of our answers are offensive for different reasons. They went rollerblading because it was good rollerblading weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, Vanessa. Right. So I feel <laughs> that they went rollerblading together and then. They had um, smoothies, <laughs> some froyo, listened to Coldplay, and then had sex with the rollerblades on. And then still. no, and then uh, parted ways. It was not a. Uh, it was not a match. What? That's what I believe. Okay. Well, we'll have right. to find out. You'll are, be the only one who's right if, are, if you're. Are right. any of us exactly right, uh, Rick? Uh, Clang your clothes. What? No way. I'm telling you guys. Are you kidding me? I got, I got the you skill. You did rollerblades and smoothies and then parted ways? Parted ways. No <gasps> smoothies. Oh. Were there rollerblades, though? Not at all. <gasps> okay, tell us what. where'd you go, how far'd you go? Uh, it was kind of like a uh, last-minute invite. Uh, I was introduced to, like, friends and family, and then I was kind of like, this is not my thing. And, um, yeah, part of ways. You met this person you, on your first date. He goes, I want to introduce you to my, fr- like, close circle of friends and family. You get introduced to family right out of the gate? Yeah, to sister. Allie claims so you guys So you're a had- lesbian. <laughs> you're explaining a lesbian date. Allie claims you had sex at the, uh, she thinks you hooked up with this person before you even went on a date. Is that true at all? 
No, no sex. Yeah, Allie, stereotype. Look, he said I've had sex with someone within minutes of meeting Not them. Not this person. Okay, but <laughs> a lot of the probability is if I meet somebody and you're both vibing on each other, just go do it. So you had no hooking up, no nothing. Nothing. So yeah. was it because it was a turnoff that he introduced you to his family, it was all too much too soon, or you just literally did, you weren't attracted to each other and you didn't have good conversation? No, he was hot, but the whole family thing kind of like turned me off. Yeah, I get it. I think you'd be able to do it anyway, though, Klein. I would. Yeah, yeah if I meet a girl, she introduced me, I'll meet them all right out of the gate. Aunts, uncles. Nice to meet you, nice to got meet you. Got to bang your sister. Got hand, shake hands, keep my energy ready. All right, thank you for that. Uh, it's been Where'd You Go, Far'd You Go on k Good morning. Ali Show, you're on the phone at 800-520-1067. Jason, what's up? Hey, quick question. Uh, I know, well, first off, um, sweet tips. Sweet tips. Um, I wanted to ask, uh, since we're on the gay topic, would you guys be willing to do Let's Be Honest and bring that back? Because uh, I'm sure people got some questions, too, for Ali, you know? Ali gets to do Let's Be Honest in the month of June, and that is it. <laughs> it's a legal thing. And you said that with a flick of the wrist. <laughs> She's only <laughs> doing... that is it. Yeah, we... <laughs> we <laughs> no more. No more, Let's Be Honest. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll get to it uh, eventually. Thank you. We'll put the, make a note to Let's Be Honest. Maybe around Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Do the return of that. I have a question about be you know etiquette at a bar slash brewery and whether you think something that I witnessed is the worst thing someone can do at a bar. Well, a brewery is different than a bar, though. Okay, in yeah. this case, it was a brewery. Well, it changes is everything. Is it one of those family that you, they have like play games and you, you can bring your dog? It's very family kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's one it- of those places. It's a place where a lot of people go to watch games. And they bring, they'll bring kids, but dogs, yeah, there's, there's okay. not like games there, but it is, is it is that, a place where a lot of big groups come. Is this something that okay. Jake did that you don't want to say Jake did it? So and Jake showed up and ate my pretzel. <laughs> yeah, all right. I ordered a Bavarian pretzel I, and he ate it. Good. I knew what this was. I've heard about this, by the way. Off the air, Allie's bitched about this for a week no, straight. I, I, <laughs> Jake came, he asked if anyone was eating it, he ate the whole thing, and then he ordered something only for he himself. He said, what's going on with this pretzel? I, I said, I, it's for everyone. Yeah. You can have some. And then he, he ate the whole pretzel. And then Jake, and then <laughs> Allie claims, then Jake ordered a, a platter what would have been to share, but he ate, quesadilla. and he said, "This is just mine." <laughs> Someone tried to grab one. He goes, "That's mine." So, what was everyone's was Jake's, and what Jake yeah. ordered was only Jake's. No, I'm not talking about Jake in this scenario. Okay, okay. Uh, this I would say is worse than all that. I don't believe it. So, so we walk in and. Mind you, this is football, so a lot of people are arriving at the bars. They're trying to get those big tables so that they can all sit down, set up shop, order a bunch of stuff. Obviously, it's a very busy day. It's the middle of the day, but it's busy. And every table is full, and you can see groups waiting for tables to open up. Then, right next to me... No tables are opening up during a game, aren't they? Uh, what kind well, of idiots are waiting around? There, We were able to snag a table right when somebody was leaving. And next to me, there was a table that was fully open, except for one girl who was sitting there writing an essay. On a laptop? <laughs> yes. Had a laptop out. Burn her. She was sitting there like she'd been there for hours. The table could have held 10 people. Table could have held, yeah, 10 people. And obviously, it was probably quiet when she first got there, but now it's a full bar and everybody is trying to sit down and she's just sitting there and she looks concentrated too. Yeah. She is obviously... Was she having a beer? In, no. 
She had no, no beverages in front of her. She was huh. just sitting there, taking she, up Was space. she able to try any of Jake's quesadilla, or did she, he nope, shoot nope, her away? No, she was iced out. <laughs> but I thought to myself, mine. is there anybody worse than the person who is so oblivious? To what? Why they? Because they could be doing that thing anywhere. In fact, they're you probably... You could go to any coffee shop. Right, right, right. It, it, that is a prime real estate table during football game at a bar. You're not taking advantage of the bar. Yeah. You're not taking advantage of the football. So leave. Get out of there. <sighs> The, the person who has no, no awareness out. enough to be like, and I'm going to start a new paragraph. I'm going to do a whole new page. She was there for was an she, hour. Was she even eating? Was she even ordering? There was nothing no with, no, there was no, just she, wanted the table. I think she had had something earlier, you know, like a salad or something and finished it and then was still just there. Like she was there all day. She's probably writing an essay about how idiots spend their day. She's <laughs> looking around the room. I'm like, what are you doing? Look yeah, at all, all these idiots. I see a man with a dog on him eating a pretzel and not sharing his quesadilla. <laughs> That'll do it for us this morning. If you're not, Nicole Alvarez will be in here in just a moment. 40 minutes nonstop K-Rock. And starting with Nicole and happening straight up through 6 p.m., get your name on that standby boarding list so that you too can travel to London, see Death Cab and the Postal Service, and get some tickets to see them right here at the Just Like Heaven Fest. What a lineup that is. You can find all, all those details, all those details, at uh, krock.com. All right, let's do some takeaways and get the hell out of here. Okay, 818, my takeaway is if you drive down Santa Monica Boulevard in WeHo, uh, oh, you'll develop gay voice, uh, just like your kids. It's a great. <laughs> so, Daddy, you won't believe the guy with naked dancing with dollar bills on body. With dollar bills. That's what she said. Uh, 562, my takeaway is Klein is the weakest link in the in and out line. Yeah, I sure am. 562, my takeaway for today is when you get new families, see if they're in porn first. And 626. Hey, look, uh, good news for that guy. It scored. That guy just won himself a trip to Vegas. That's You'll have true. a chance tomorrow, every day this week. The Killers in Las Vegas. That's mm. right. We'll send you there. 626. My takeaway is Allie knows all the apps to use to have sex with people in minutes. That's according to the caller, so it must be true. Uh, what is your takeaway, Omar? Uh, my takeaway is uh, this, and uh, please do not talk. It's 12 seconds of audio. This happened off the air. It happened earlier today, and you will thoroughly enjoy this. Don't play. I really want to get a diaper. Oh, come on, don't. man. I told you not to talk. <laughs> don't play this, man. Don't. It's, don't. It, come on. Let him play it. This is his time. You're humiliating yes. me for the sake of humiliation. Reclaim my time. Reclaim my time. What? He's making a political case. Right. Just don't worry about <laughs> Shut him. Shut up, Come on, Jake. man. Okay. Well, now then, you got Jake then, talking, then, Omar. Get, Fine. Play the clip. Some... Play the clip. Okay. I really want to get a diaper for sleeping. Like a pull-up. Yeah. I think it's only weird now because we're not doing it, but if everyone did it, I don't think it'd be weird. <laughs> I stand by it. I also love that I completely humor you in it. Like, yeah, you're uh -huh. yeah. yeah. There's a lot of other adults listening yeah, now right. that don't like to get out of bed. Want to go to bed. Bed's comfy, especially in the morning. Uh -huh. You wake up. I stand by that. Maybe That's what we have to endure, people, during the breaks. <laughs> oh, my God. We're working hard really on the next segment. <laughs> go ahead, play it. Once again, if you okay. stand by me, you DM me, and we'll start a movement. Literally. I really want to get a diaper for sleeping. Like a pull-up. Yeah. I think it's only weird now because we're not doing it, but if everyone did it, I don't want to be weird. <laughs> I, that's right. I think you oh should do gosh. an endorsement for pull-ups. Yeah. You could do a commercial. I'm interested. You're a big All right. kid now. Uh, Jake, do you remit your time still, or do you have a takeaway? I have a takeaway. Go ahead. The only blue water in, almost, in Omar's Instagram is in the toilet. That's true. All right. True. Have a great rest yep. of your day, and we will do it again tomorrow and try to do it better. Omar, take us out. That they, 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 they feel that... Uh, um, uh, that you know they that they feel that uh, that um, 
really want to get a diaper. Congratulations. Pat yourself on the back. You've made it through another episode of Klein Alley Show. Now the real show can begin. Which one is that? My one-woman show about my life. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's get out of here, and thanks for downloading. Remember, we do a live show every morning on K-Rock. If you happen to be in your car, you can find us on 106.7 FM. Thanks for listening. Go tell some people and spread the word. Help us hashtag grow the show. It started on a winter morning. That's it for us. Bye. That's a problem. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.